welcome to another episode of the Weekly Regular. My name is Asan. And I'm Brandon. Welcome. We have a bonus episode. Should we get a sound effect for that? No, I think mine was good enough. Okay, we'll sample it. Sample it and use it every time? I think we have to at this point, yeah. Yeah, we've established it now. What's up, Brandon? Uh, not much. What's up, son? Nothing. Just chilling. Um, uh, one of our favorite recording artists has been in the news lately. Uh, are you talking about John Cougar Mellencamp? Not John Cougar Mellencamp. Oh. Not Casey Musgraves. <laughs> I know you're really excited about the Grammy win. But... I'm, a, I'm a big Casey Musgraves fan. <laughs> um, what's one of her songs? What's one of your, her favorite songs well, that you uh, like? Well, I like all of them, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't pick a favorite, mm-hmm. um, especially not on the spot. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. All Seems like you're a big fan. I, I'm a huge fan. Right on. No, uh, Kanye West has been in the news a lot recently, and... Uh, that that sparked some conversation between you and I. We're like, man, where do we stand on Kanye? Because he's had such a long um, career that has many hills and arguably many valleys. Arguably? Arguably. I mean, arguably. I'm sure he, if you argued with him, they're all hills. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> but no, so that sparked the conversation. And then our, our dragon energy started to flow. And we just start. Mm. We we're like, man, you know what? This deserves a podcast episode, a full episode a full devoted. episode. So we decided, hey, you know what? It'd be fun to, to have this conversation on a larger scale and figure out where we stand on Kanye West. Um, and we decided to not do it alone. Um, no, we did like not. Like any good mental health professional will tell you, it's, it's better to do things with people in a community. So that's what we're going to do today. Let's do it. Uh, we got some friends here. Yep. Uh, should we introduce the friends first? Uh, should we introduce them or should we let them introduce themselves? Well, we can introduce them and then like a relay style, hand off the baton and then they can pick it up from there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, because if I have any jokes about them, I want to make them before they have a chance to, That's, <laughs> to, to do any backpedaling. Or, <laughs> That's smart. Yeah. Um, so first, uh, we have a good friend of mine, very hilarious guy, uh, Leonard Smith Jr., Yes, yes, Leonard Smith Jr. That you, is you, me. You use the junior on there? In- There's a lot of Leonard Smiths out there, surprisingly. That's true. Yeah. Are there a lot of Leonard Smith seniors? There's a lot of Leonard Smith Juniors, <laughs> and they tend to be like white old dentists or lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, you're not a dentist. You're a dental hygienist. It's different. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, why don't you tell them, uh, tell everybody who you are, what you do, uh, and where they can on? find you in your work. On, guys? I am uh, Leonard Smith Jr. I am comedian, improver actor um <laughs> sometimes rapper um uh, i'm a my rap name is silky johnson i will be releasing a comedy <laughs> trap ep um this april it will be on all uh, streaming platforms so look out for that um when you say that you 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 are a sometimes rapper your your project's releasing in april so you only rap in the spring is that what you're saying around okay. 420 is like when i like awake <laughs> okay <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and um no, I used to rap. It was just, I'm, you know, it's been a while. But okay. you know what? I'm, I'm getting back in the game doing some some funny stuff. And uh-huh. uh, we'll see how it goes. Funny anecdote about Leonard. The first time I met him, I was I saw him rapping. It was a, uh, it was a at, at the UCB, it was a, a Kwanzaa rap battle. It was mm. very funny. It was very funny. I had a great time. It was a great show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do shows at UCB. I am on um, a in couple indie improv teams, Weak mm-hmm. Choker and uh, Astro Pope. Uh, <laughs> That's a great name. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> you do a lot of shows. At obviously, the clubhouse and yeah. other venues. Uh, 
I do stand up as well. Any shows uh, coming up we can be on the lookout for? Uh, March 14th. Uh, I'm doing an improv show at 8 with uh, Astro Pope March 15th. I'll be doing a stand-up set at Acme NoHo Mm -hmm. at 9, and I also will be performing a track after my set. So uh, if you guys want a little taste of Silky Johnson. Just in time for spring. (laughs) You know, spring's coming up, babies. When when that sun comes out and that daylight saving time. Flowers bloom. I'm on. Right on. All right. All right. Welcome, Leonard. We appreciate you. Uh, Next, we have... You want to introduce me? Uh, yes. Uh, we have... Well, I don't have a good intro for her. So you want me to do it then? <laughs> yeah. Well, you sound like you have it all worked out. Okay, no, wait, I, you, I, like you, gave, you gave Leonard a great intro. Speaking of intros, are you guys going to have an intro? It's just like, and we're here. Like, no, this is... This that's is, just yeah. your no, that's guys? That's listen, your style? Listen, for, we for do now. this for free, so this right. is as good as it's cool. going to get. Right, well, cool. we don't have a well, theme song yet. If you need one, let me know, okay? Oh, that's true. Great. That's true. Just let me know. All right. So, I, yeah, I hit up Reggie Watts on Instagram and Twitter. He hasn't replied yet, though, so... Yeah, we don't have an intro. I have also done the same thing in his <laughs> right on uh next we have a good friend of mine i've known her for a long time now since the good old college days she is funny and smart and i mean they'll they'll figure that out in the next hour or so but uh Brittany baron affectionately known as beans what's up everyone uh my name is beans Brittany Beans Baron. Um, I will just start off by saying I do a lot less stuff than Leonard. So <laughs> there's really, if you want to catch me, it's probably just on my Instagram, yeah. <laughs> at Britt Baron. Um, no shows coming up. I sometimes <laughs> rap also. Uh-huh. Um, but no one has heard me but my wife. And <laughs> I do have a note in my phone of potential stand-up bits that sometimes I text to Hassan to see if they're funny. <laughs> and they've never gone anywhere but there. They're so, always funny, though. Um, they're always yeah. funny. Catch me in a text message or <laughs> on Instagram. Catch me at your local iChat. Yeah. That's what's up. Well, thank you both for being here. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Should we get into how this is going to work? Yes. Uh, so... Um, we are there's there's been a lot of uh, back and forth mm-hmm. with with Kanye and mm-hmm. the the latest thing that we talked about uh, very recently was the Kanye Sunday service because mm-hmm. uh, regardless of any other stuff that he's recently done it's kind of undeniable the uh, the Sunday service clip that like everyone is like man. <laughs> Ah. Everyone's still listening to that yeah, thirty-second like clip from two weeks ago, <laughs> right? Like he still got it. Ah. Uh, so we are here to determine uh, if Kanye is still invited to the cookout. <laughs> and the phrase "invited to the cookout," you just recently learned what that meant. I did. Right? Yeah. Uh, I, I'll say I'm a little uncomfortable saying it. Um, <laughs> Brandon, do you think you're invited the, to the cookout? Well, I I don't know. I guess I'm invited to this cookout. That's, that's true. The, the cookout to determine the cookout. That's true. <laughs> um, as, as the only white person here, uh, it makes me a little nervous to say that, but uh, we'll roll with it. It's cool. Uh, that yes. Yeah, so that is true. We are uh, we are here to decide if 
collectively if Kanye is still invited to the cookout at this point in his career. And the way we're going to do that is we have a carefully devised system devised literally 10 minutes ago. It is foolproof. <laughs> a carefully devised uh, system where we are going to go through the the timeline of highlights and lowlights of Kanye's career. We're going to go through, if you will, all of the lights. All of the lights. <laughs> <laughs> and Flashing and otherwise. And we are going to grade each event on a scale of uh, zero, five, and ten on the positive side. Five being somewhat lit, ten being the most lit. And then on the negative side, if, if we feel the event is negative, it will be negative five points for the you know somewhat not lit, uh, hey, slow down, Kanye. And then negative ten for, hey, whoa, chill out. Not yeah. lit. The most not lit. <laughs> so positive five, positive ten. Or you can go anywhere in between. Like you could go positive three. Or is it only positive five? <laughs> no, I, I think you can do in between. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, get a little more nuance to it. You yeah. can go zero neutral and then go into the negatives. Yeah, we Up to ten. Yeah, yeah. Either way. For sure. Um, and then I'll, we will tally our scores yes. at the end. And you have to, if there is a score that 190 is the most you could give Kanye's career, and that would be the most lit. Um, 95 would be like a B, like a B, like BC plus range in his career. Mm-hmm. Um Zero would be like neutral. We don't know if he's invited to the cookout, but anything above zero, right? Yes. Or anything above ninety-five is is he's invited. Well, I, you tell me. I don't know. I just learned the terms. So. I feel like ninety-five. He would still be invited. Yeah. So anything ninety-five and above, he's invited. Uh, below ninety-five. Below ninety-five, he's not invited. Right. And then. Below or, zero. Or 95 is like, we'll see what the next two months look like. <laughs> <laughs> and then zero let, and let below, the album Yeah, first. and then zero and below, obviously, is he's not invited. Yeah. Right? There's serious ramifications for okay. that. Okay. Yes. Uh, and because there's a lot of events, uh, we'll cover... Um, we'll go year by year. Year by year, yeah. Uh, and at the end of each year, uh, I'll ask each of you for your score. I'll be uh, totaling it here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll we'll go from there. Sounds good to me. All right, guys. Before we jump right into the uh, to the the grading, let's go around and uh, let's just say what Kanye has meant to us. Maybe like how you found Kanye, like what your experience is with Yay Jesus, your first encounter, maybe something like that. Just like what a, Kanye means. To, yeah. yeah, like an overview of your relationship with Kanye. You want to start, Brandon? Why? Why you pick me to start? All right, you want to start, Leonard? Yeah, I'll start. Um, <laughs> Thanks, Leonard. I, I appreciate your willingness to be flexible when it comes to the podcast. <laughs> no problem, man. Um, so I was born in '86. So you know, right when Kanye was like, you know, coming onto the scene was me truly like diving into music on my own mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like understanding what I liked. And uh, man. I love the Blueprint album and like Ace did it is uh like mm-hmm. the, that's that's my jam and once I found out that he produced that mm-hmm. and through the wire that music video like I remember the moment I saw that music video and I was just like damn this is amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, if you go back and rewatch that music video, like the graphics do not hold up. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> no, oh 03 that shit was. Yeah, yeah. It's got a little quality right, to it. Right. Now that's little... like a stock Microsoft PowerPoint yeah. uh iMovie type thing. <laughs> but uh man, I feel like I don't get I don't get too hinged on celebrities uh-huh. or like worry about their like 
outside mm-hmm. lives. So I just mainly focus on the work. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Kanye, like from the jump, we kind of knew that Kanye was a like spiritual, but like a little bit different. Mm-hmm. So I've always just appreciated him for who he was. And uh, man, I'm a I'm an emo. So <laughs> that 808 and heartbreak. Oh my goodness, man! That that was a life changer right there, bro. So absolutely. I, I, I'm rolling with Kanye. I'm always right. gonna roll with Kanye. All right, Brittany Beans. So um, yeah, I was also born in 1986. We'll see if that plays a role in how we feel <laughs> yeah. about Kanye. It might. Um, and similarly, like when man, yeah, like right when I was at that peak age of like music meant so much. Like I feel like I haven't listened to new music in five years. <laughs> I'm just am so like like attached to the music that I listened to in like mm-hmm. 2004, and I just never like evolved. Uh-huh. You DJed my wedding, and I very specifically was like, I want music from 2000 to 2004 played. Um, so yeah, like when College Dropout came out, uh-huh. I literally was like, I found my life's artist. Like mm. it felt like. Damn, I've never heard anyone say everything I wanted someone to say. Like it was it was just so magical. And then I lived in Denver at the time and he came there on tour. It was like a two hundred person theater in like two thousand four. <laughs> he had crazy. a he had a, like a sweater, like a like a you know, like a academic sweater, a yeah. Louis Vuitton backpack on for the whole show. And like that night still like mm-hmm. I feel like I could just, it gives me so many warm feelings just like being there with two of my friends, like, I think this guy's gonna be big. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's gonna make it. So I just feel so attached to him and that you know, I feel like I too try to stay out of people's like personal lives, but his personal, <laughs> his personal life is so egregious. Yeah. <laughs> He's really tested my limits to the mm-hmm. point, which we'll get into this later, but um, even some of the seemingly unforgivable stuff, mm-hmm. I have somehow like convinced <laughs> myself um, and others that it's part of a larger plan that we're just not caught up on yet. So I, I think even if it ends up at the end of this episode that he's not invited to the cookout, I believe that once he reveals his plan, he will be then invited back. Oh, that's great. That That's hilarious. Brandon. Um, I was born in 1987, so I can't hmm. stand Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I have a, a, a similar uh, similar feelings about him. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was like right when I was uh, discovering music on my own. Um, and, yeah, for me being raised like... And I'm going to get I'm gonna, uh, get super deep and then we'll bring it back up. <laughs> but for me being raised... Uh, like primarily in the Northwest uh, and not around a lot of people of color. You were in a cult is what you're saying. Uh, uh, kind of, yeah, for, for a time. Um, uh, the, like, especially the early Kanye albums uh-huh. were kind of a window into uh, an experience other than my own. Blackness. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and it very, very eye-opening. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, like I loved those those albums, uh, the first three. Um, when 808s hit, I was like, "What is happening?" Hmm. Uh, and then I kind of dropped off for a while after that. And I have since uh, looped back, um, and now I kind of see the full picture of what he was doing. And you've had your heart broken. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but. Yeah, those those 
early Kanye is what I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the later stuff, more recently in the past few years, I've been like, oh, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I've, I've been missing out. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then he doesn't make it, if you're not already a fan, he doesn't make it easy for you with, his, with all of his personal stuff to, to get into it. Really? That's weird. I don't think anyone feels like that. <laughs> no, that's cool. No, that's a, that's a good story. I'm, I can't wait to talk about uh, 808s and Heartbreaks with you then. All right. All right. Um, uh, what about you? My, I was, I'm the baby of the podcast, apparently. I was born in 1991. Wow. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. Um, so, I was like 13 when I came across uh, Kanye West for the first time. And it was the, I knew him as a that guy who produced H to the Izzo and I discovered him as an artist like right at the time where I was like because prior to that I did my only real like hip hop um, knowledge was like ludicrous like the first mm. album I ever bought with my own money was uh, Chicken and Beer by yes, Ludacris yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and, and so that and, that and then album. you know there was Dipset uh, Dipset oh. at the time and just like so rap to me was like you know giant clothes and throwback jerseys and ice and all that kind of stuff and when Kanye came around uh, one I could never afford to wear that stuff like a throwback jersey is $200 Air Force Ones are $150 so I could never really afford that stuff so I'm like when Kanye comes around and he's wearing you know Levi's jeans and a Ralph Lauren polo. I'm like, man, I could convince my mom to buy that stuff for me. You know what I mean? So that 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 really changed my whole perspective. Like, and once he was able to be like a regular guy and cool at the same time, that like changed everything. So I like, oh, uh, and the music was dope. So like, I opened my arms to Kanye immediately, and I am like probably one of the biggest Kanye fans you'll ever meet. Uh, I would agree with that. Yes. Yeah, so we're going to have a very, very interesting discussion about this. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to get into it. You guys ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Brandon, wait, ooh, let's, let's start it off. All right. What you got for us first? Where are we uh, starting? We're starting in 2001 uh, with Jay-Z's The Blueprint. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kanye produced five of the songs on the album, mm-hmm. uh, most notably H to the Izzo. Mm-hmm. H to the Izzo. Have you, have you heard that song? Yes, I've heard that song. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> you said Kanye was your first window into blackness. Yeah. I well, yeah, know. yeah. And then, like, yeah, by extension, mm-hmm. like, Jay-Z and, like, all of the, like, Common and John Legend and, like, all of his artists. All right. Um, so that's uh, that's the first thing in 2001? Yeah. Where were you guys Where were you guys when you first heard that song? Do you remember? Do you remember your first reaction to it? Um, I can't remember my first reaction. I remember maybe my first reaction to watching the music video. Like yeah, being, the big American flag thing. Yeah, and the, and the, like my living room and just like, man, I remember standing up and just singing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mainly remember listening to that song. Like I used to have like this playlist. I used mm-hmm. to have this playlist. And uh, every day after middle school, I would come and listen to the same playlist. <laughs> Like while I was doing my homework or doing uh-huh. whatever, and that was on it, mm-hmm. and like Bibi was on it, and <laughs> yes, uh, hit him up, uh, oh, uh, that uh, that ludicrous and uh, hit him up, hit him up, uh, stop yeah. acting like yeah. a bitch and put yeah. your hands yeah. up, yeah, uh, yeah. But, uh-huh. but Ace Izzo was like disturbing the peace, my highlight <laughs> song of that playlist, uh-huh. and it was like one of my favorite tracks, like 
Yeah, that yeah. song is dope. I think for me, that was like one of the first times I can remember hearing like a beat in hip hop that was like almost entirely a sample. Because um, before that, I mean, there had been uh, there are uh, there's a million songs with that are like sample, like from Biggie and stuff like that from the '90s. But like for me, being that young, that was the first song I remember like a sampled like like thing going on and like sounds that like I knew Kanye wasn't playing the trumpet or the violin. So like I that was like the first time I registered is like, oh you can take an old song and cause <laughs> cause I thought like when when I heard like Mo Money Mo Problems by Mace, I'm like, that's just that song. <laughs> like I didn't know <laughs> like I didn't know there was a uh, I didn't know there was a Diana Ross song. It was Diana Ross? Is that I'm coming uh, uh, Diana Ross? Shock and yeah. something yeah. like that. We have a, it's one of them. It's one of them. Some black lady with big hair. See, I didn't even know. I was just like, oh, that's just that song. Like, uh, So sampled music didn't really occur to me until I heard H to the Izzo. So that song was like super important. Um, yeah. Yeah, and the testament to that song is you're like, oh, do you remember when you first heard that song? And then first I had to think about when I was listening to it like three months ago mm-hmm. and then work my way back to 2001. Like that song is held up to right now if someone put it on, I'd be like, oh, this is my shit. Yeah, it's still, yeah. it still slaps for sure. Do you, uh, I actually remember being in like elementary school when that song was, or no, elementary or middle? You would probably have been in middle, middle. school. Two, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, middle school. Uh, and yeah, that just being like a, a huge song. Yeah. And not really like knowing it on the same level as everyone else, but uh, yeah, just being like, hmm, this is interesting. And now that I listen to it now, it connects me back to that. Mm-hmm. Also, I remember that being kind of like the first like big like commercial hip hop song that I like, yeah. I can imagine like non black people singing. <laughs> And being comfortable singing it. Because, <laughs> like, before that, you're listening to Ludacris or Nelly or something like that. It's like, I better not catch a white person singing this song. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't know. I thought, I, yeah, it was, like, a big commercial, like, I mean, the song says this is the anthem. Like, so, like, it, it was, like, a big hip-hop I mean, I, anthem. Like, it was huge. Jay-Z was the biggest artist right, yeah. at the time. Right. It was, like. So, to get one of your first singles, like, one of your first commercial singles, like, on Jay-Z, like, that's crazy. <laughs> Who do you have to be? You have to be Kanye, apparently. Yeah. All right, so um, what's next in 2001? Uh, that's it for 2001. That's it for 2001? That's, that's yeah. the biggest thing? That's okay. the biggest thing. He so peaked the- early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all downhill from there. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's. I guess let's go around and, um, and rate Kanye's t- 2001. Yeah. You guys want to keep track of your, of your scores? Maybe no, I, I got it. You got it? Got All it. right, we got, got it. it. Okay. I got a spreadsheet open. All right, so we'll go around. It's going to auto total for me. <laughs> Let's start with Leonard, and we'll uh, and you can give your score for that year. I mean, I mean, producing four tracks on the Blueprint album. Um, It's five, actually. Five, five tracks. Including. Including. Wow, five tracks. Working with Jay. Getting... Uh, a producer deal at like 19 like 21 22 I'm gonna have to give that like a solid 7 7 7 alright you wanna go next yeah I feel just generous I mean that's that's a 10 I feel like what what more can you do in in a year mm-hmm. in like if that year if I think about it and there was a cookout that year everybody be high-fiving him like <laughs> we're oh, doing it at shit. Kanye's house yeah, yeah. yeah right <laughs> I don't care it's a it's an apartment we doing it yeah, I, I gotta agree with, with Beans. I gotta give that a ten. Like that what a way to start 
like to jump on the scene as a producer, take the biggest rapper in the world and produce one of the biggest songs in the world that year. Like, that's crazy. I got to give that a 10. Um, I'm going to side with Leonard on this just because I know where we're going and considering the scale of, of things to come. That's fair. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 7. All right. Okay, next year, uh, 2002. 2002. 2002. We have uh, an infamous car accident mm-hmm. uh, in which Kanye's jaw was wired shut. Ouch. Uh, had facial reconstruction surgery. Two weeks later, uh, with his jaw still wired shut, he <laughs> records. Damn. I should have taken my 10. You're right. You're right. He records. I gave a 10 too early. But you can give a 10 to everything. Oh, man. Right? That's the point. Man, you're right. I, for, I forgot about this. Bro, I've been in a couple car accidents where nothing on me had to be wired shut, like, and I was terrified. Like, so the the like, you know, when you like you're trying to parallel park and you you like your tire rolls up on the curb and like you thought you hit the car behind you, your your heart skips a beat. Like, bro, imagine being in a car accident where they have to re-put your face together. Yeah. Like that's crazy. And then he's in the studio in two weeks. That's wild. That is wild. And, and that song was like fire. It's not yeah, even like he just fire. was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? like, he really was Scoop like, <laughs> yes. Determination. Like that's he was crazy. in there like. Uh, that like, is nuts. That That's wild. Well, yeah. do we have anything else 2002? Uh, 2002, also, he produced uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce's uh, 03 Bonnie and Clyde, Damn. which the was... The hottest song. Oh, man. Yeah. We, we, can we give him ex- bonus points for these years? Because he's going to need them. He's really going to need them when we come back around to a couple crazy. of years ago. Uh, yeah, that was Jay-Z's then highest charting single. And if you don't, if it's like, it's not really listed... But he's also working on College Dropout. Right. He's making year. an album he's at this time, college too. Dropout while producing Jay-Z's biggest selling song at that time. Yep. That is crazy. And that's on a producer deal. That's, that's crazy. on a producer. He's not a... He's not a... He doesn't have an artist deal. It's crazy. He's doing this on his own right now. That's in crazy. 2002. So, is that, is that wrap up his 2002? Uh, that's, that wraps up 2002. All right. We, what are we going with? Okay. If I was in that situation, I'd be trying to get as many checks from the government. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> after that car accident. But this man went out and worked and grinded. <laughs> man. I'm, I got to give him a solid 10. So I mean, if 10, I could give him more Leonard. than 10, I would. But 10. Yeah. Well... <sighs> <laughs> I'm obviously gonna give him a ten. You I feel wish like you could give him more because <laughs> it's like it's like a five for the O three Bonnie and Clyde. It's a five for Through the Wire. I feel like does he get just an extra two for just surviving the car accident? <laughs> for just surviving, <laughs> for just making he made it. He got. I mean that's up to you, but it's a ten. And yeah, it's a ten. Sure. It's a ten. What, what about you, Brandon? Uh, ten. Ten. I gotta give him a ten too. Uh, through the wires, it it holds up. It's still amazing. It's crazy. Uh, all right. The very next year, 2003, uh, he produced Jay-Z's Encore, Alicia Keys' You Don't Know My Name, Ludacris' Stand Up, <laughs> Twisted Slow Jams, which charted number one on the Hot 100 R&B and Rap Charts. Wait. That's his 2003. I didn't know he did You Don't Know My Name. Yeah. That's why she'd be talking. My manager tripping and talk about we got to use water. That, you know that was Kanye's idea. Oh, for sure. So go through that Go through that one more time because that's crazy. Uh, he produces Jay-Z's Encore. <sighs> Huge Encore, song. Encore, do you want uh, more? Yep. Oh, my God. Uh, Alicia Keys' You Don't Know My Name. <laughs> Which is crazy. Most people probably don't know that. 
Uh, which like, is crazy. That's her jam. It does like, That's is. her it, jam. Yes. And you don't. And that's crazy because that song doesn't even sound like a Kanye. Like you can listen to certain songs, and be like, oh, Kanye for sure produced oh, that. Yeah. But he he produced. You don't know my. That's a straight up R and B song. You would never know. If I could yeah. sing, I would sing it, but I can't because the notes <laughs> should be hidden. No shame in that. This is a comedy podcast. Oh, you want me to sing it? Oh, you sing it. There it is. Oh my goodness. And then what else? Uh, Ludacris's stand up, great song. Twist's slow jams, <laughs> amazing song. Uh, and and that's it. Uh, but that charted slow jams charted at number one, uh, Hot 100 R and B and rap charts. I feel that's like crazy. the Billboard was lying back then. Like that song was just on the R and B and the. I feel like that was the number one song in America. That man. was just like, the number one song, at least in crazy. my America. 106 apart. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if Black Twitter existed back then, it would have been wild. Oh man, oh, man. it would have been wild. And that's that's it for O three. That's it for O three. All right, um, I'll I'll start this time. I gotta give, man, I give him a, I give him a seven. Seven. Why um, seven? I give him a seven because that's like, that's crazy to produce all those songs, right? Like while working on your projects and stuff like that. Um, you know what? I gotta give him a ten because <laughs> I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, bro, what else could you? I gotta give him a ten because right. there being, I mean, where would Alicia Keys be without that song? Where would I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to say where would Twister be because where is Twister? Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. but, so, so maybe back down to a seven. <laughs> maybe back down. No, I gotta give him a ten because we wouldn't have Alicia Keys without that song. We wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I gotta give him a ten. Okay. I, I feel like. Also, this was like 2003. He was really in the spotlight thing. You know, he's the first, and he didn't go ham yet. So, mm-hmm. uh, also, I think Slum Villages uh, was song. I don't know. So there's, there's, oh my god, I think that came out in 03, and that mm-hmm. was my song. Uh, so I'm gonna give him, a, I'm gonna give him a, a nine, nine, nine score. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna give him, uh, I'm gonna give him a ten. <laughs> and it, it may feel like I'm just giving tens, but like if you really think about it, don't don't keep the whole picture in your head. Just up until this point, my man has Bro. not made a wrong move, Bro. and has literally just been on the top of his game. <laughs> and I love you don't know my name because I got all that extra talking, and I know that was his idea, and that's just my favorite. <laughs> like she really out here just having a five minute conversation, whispering. Right. <laughs> um, I'm also gonna go with a ten. Uh, Strictly on uh, the song Encore because uh, the Black album is is one of my favorites. That album is it's it's a crazy great. album. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a good album. They tricked us all, right? <laughs> <laughs> what do we got next? Uh, all right, next we have 2004. Uh, we have three big events. All right. Uh, the first College Dropout is released. Ooh. Actually, we have a it's lot. It's a 25 for we, me. I, don't, I feel like he gets a 10 right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 10 next. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go okay, for it. College Dropout released. There's a lot, actually, in 2004. Okay. College Dropout's released. Uh-huh. Uh, he also produced Overnight Celebrity uh, by Twista. Mm. Uh, Cameron's Down and Out. Uh, John Legend's Used to Love You. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's as far as as his output goes. Boom, boom, boom. You can sing. That sounds just like him. Boom, boom, boom. Wait, do your do your yeah, do your John Legend. Baby, 
It's me, maybe I bore you. Oh, oh. Yeah. oh okay. Uh, sorry, John Legend just walked in the room, yeah. guys. Can we get him the headset? Yeah. <laughs> nah, he's got to go. He's got more Pampers commercials to make. Um, that that I'm giving him a ten. Obviously, oh, hold up, hold up. Oh, there's we, more. We have oh, one more thing to discuss. Excuse me. That's his his output. So college college dropout, and then he produced those other songs. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Also, in 2004, at the American Music Awards, he lost Best New Artist <laughs> to uh, Gretchen Wilson. <laughs> Who? Right. Ooh. Who late? And he later told the press that he was robbed. He for sure was robbed. For yeah, sure. I would have yeah. told the press the same thing. Yeah. No one was asking me. <laughs> Only player to get robbed and kept all his jewelry. Alicia Keys tried to talk some sense in him. There's bars, man. He was talking <laughs> about something. Letters, there's no convincing him. <laughs> there's no convincing him. Um, yeah, he's got, he's a, he gets a 10 off of College Dropout alone. But the fact that he basically gave us John Legend is crazy. Like John, right. Like John Legend owes his career to Kanye West. For sure. Yep. Oh my it's crazy. Okay, I so mean, that was a great time. Chappelle. I mean, I feel like oh, Chappelle. Oh, Chappelle. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, Chappelle, Chappelle was that Chappelle year. Chappelle put me crazy on like stuff. That's he important. Was like, he That's was important. Super important. Chappelle put a lot of people on. And <laughs> him sure. messing with Kanye and Common and John Legend. He saw he saw the star power before everybody else did. And man, did he he find some good friends to make? You know what I'm saying? Because and I think that might have been the same year that he produced um, B, the album B for Common. Oh, oh. And that oh. album, bro. I love that that album. album is it's Kanye's. I mean, Common's. It, it's a classic, oh, I mean, bro. Yeah. Oh. To me, it's my. It's, it's to me, it's my favorite Common album. Like if you can get if you can get black people to hum upright bass, like you're, <laughs> you're doing it. Like you're doing it. Like the fact that we're all doing do, 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 do. like that's crazy. And Kanye, like he executive produced that whole album. That album is incredible. I remember the reason I even knew because I hadn't li- I was young so I didn't really know who Common was like uh, his other albums had come out before my time so I'm like the only reason I even bought Common's B album was because they were both on Chappelle's show and they did that song The Food oh, in the kitchen and I was Yo. like what song is this yes. and then uh, I went and got that album and it, it was funny because the version of that song that's on the album is the live version from Chappelle's show and yeah. I was like this is everything oh, wow. I've ever wanted Yeah. so that album is great, and thanks to Kanye. So he dropped two classic albums. Two classic albums in the same year. Okay, so 10's all around that? Or? Ten, yeah, yeah. 25. 10's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all around. I feel like this is also, again, I'm only I'm only thinking in context of from then till, like, up until 2004, mm-hmm. and I feel like even him saying he got robbed, like, at the AMAs, mm-hmm. this is, like, that was such a good insight for me, and, like, that was... Like, in addition with Chappelle's show, right? right, It was finally, like... Because I grew up, like, probably where Brandon did. I grew up in uh, Aurora, Colorado. (laughs) So, like, yeah. There were, like, ten black kids at my school. Um, That's nine more than mine. (laughs) 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 But then to have, like, all of this, like... Yeah, it's not the ludicrous. It's Mm -hmm. not the dip set. It's Chappelle's show. It's Kanye West. And it's saying, like, you can be unapologetic about your shit. And if you get robbed, you can say it. And you don't have to just, like sit quietly because the AMAs and the Grammys been robbing people and Beyonce <laughs> still ain't got hers and that's a different jump. story but since the jump so I think that's like that adds that's a part of my 10 mm-hmm. that doesn't take sure. away that sure. adds to him for me He's that's Kanye using his powers for good mm-hmm. <laughs> 
right, what's the next year, Brandon? All right, so 2004 is 10s all around. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 2005, we got a few things here. Mm -hmm. uh, he won the Grammy for Best Rap Album for College Dropout and Best Rap Song for Jesus Walks. Uh, he also, in 2005, released Late Registration, uh, which, which was uh, the number one selling album of the year. Um, he's named one of Time's 100 Most Influential People. Uh, and then in the wake of Hurricane Katrina, uh, in the, I feel, is that the only time Hurricane Katrina's gotten a woo? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it was what, a, like a, a telecast? telecast. Yeah, telecast. And Chris Tucker in the background was like, don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah, do uh, it. George Bush doesn't care about black people. Talk about if there's a black Twitter then. Man, Ooh. memes. Crazy. Oh my. We have Black Planet. That was it. Oh uh, yeah. And uh. AOL Instant Messenger. Uh. Was there Black Aim? We had Nextel chirps. Uh man, what a year. Crazy like, year. Back to back to back, back to back albums. Oh my goodness. Crazy. The Grammy for the two Grammys for college dropout, then to put out the next album and it's also a classic. <laughs> And I feel like between my group of friends, a lot of them, they say late registration is their favorite. Yeah, kind of I, I think yeah. a lot of people say that. Um, it definitely for me, late registration is sort of like the peak of, or I wouldn't say the peak, but it's like, um, I think it doubled down on what College Dropout did in terms of production. Like his level of production on late registration is crazy. Yeah. Like those, the, like specifically the song, like We Major. And like the outro on that song is crazy. Like the Warren Campbell playing keys and like the all it's crazy. Go back strings, and listen to the yeah. last four minutes of We Major. It's yeah. crazy. That album is nuts. Yeah. It it was hard, like how much I love College Dropout. I was like, oh man, I don't know if I want to listen to you know what I mean? Like, is this his miseducation of Lauren Hill? Like is this was College Dropout his, you know. Right. Yeah. Um but being a nineties kid, I know that, you know, Mighty Ducks two was better than the first. Sister Act two is better than the first, <laughs> mm -hmm. so I had hope. Sure enough, late registration. Wow. I mean man. and then honestly, this, and this is this is what solidified I will be a fan of Kanye. I'm mm -hmm. with him when I was at, at this point, I was at APU, another white school. Um, just something about him, you know. I like the environment. And um, he just said what I, everything in, in labor trading and college dropout, he was saying what I was thinking that no one else was saying. Everybody mm -hmm. was watching what was happening with her. Everyone. Mm -hmm. And George Bush does not care about black people. Because you know if Brentwood would have been flooding, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like how, so right. everyone's thinking it, or black people are thinking it <laughs> and and you know everybody out here chris tucker all these other people on the telethon and uh -huh. he was the only one that was like you know what <laughs> right <laughs> y'all should have let me on this telethon right, right. <laughs> like, george bush doesn't care about black people uh, man and i was like classic is he wrong he's not wrong i mean he's now he's friends wrong. with michelle obama so classic <laughs> <laughs> um no, it's yeah it's crazy like I remember my first introduction to the late registration album that I can remember was the music video to Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Oh. And oh. I just remember oh. like seeing that video. I'm like, oh, we're on a different level now. Like 
never before have you seen a rap video with like this level of production like it's in black and white he's in Prague somewhere like it looks like a James talking Bond movie talking about conflict diamonds talking about conflict diamonds like and just like the strings are going I'm just like we're rap is in a different place now like it's no more just like give me some drums and I'll talk about this whip I'm driving mm-hmm. like bro it like we're at a different we're on a different level. Like, but he's it, making movies. But, like, always from the jump, Kanye has talked about that inner struggle between, like, good and evil mm-hmm. or, like, wanting to be, like, dumb with your money or do what you, right. like, you know, be lavish but between also conscious be conscious. Between conscious and ego. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah for and sure. That is just funny to me how he has that track but then he puts diamonds in his teeth. And right, like, right. But Drive Slow is also on there, like, you know what I'm saying? But that have multiple meanings. And like, that's always been the illest part about Kanye exactly. is like, and I love it. is the self-awareness. And I think that's exactly. why, I mean, we'll get into it later, but when the, when it seems like the self-awareness is removed, then it's kind of, we're just staring at the ugly and it's like, bro, like when he's self-aware mm-hmm. and he's like, can call it out, like, yeah, you know, he's like, I want representation for black people and I want us to stop, you know, buying conflict diamonds. But I'm aware this grill on, when I go and do an interview on 60 Minutes like that's that's dope like I don't know He's all, yeah. that dichotomy is it's really like, dope it's like and I don't even know if I would say it's dope it's just real it's real, yeah, it's like, real. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean like I talk all the time about things that I'm like this is the, the gap between what is and what could be you know what I mean? That's where most of us live anyways. I'm always talking about, yeah, I'm trying to recycle and stuff. I got, I got this Starbucks cup right in front of me, but I was still, you know. Yeah. But but what was dope is you weren't yeah. seeing that in hip-hop. Right. Yeah. You know At all. Saying? There was no so, room for that. So it's And a lot of rappers are like that now. There are a lot more. I mean, there have always been conscious rappers, but, like, there mm-hmm. are a lot of... I just... I mean, I feel like J. Cole wouldn't be J. Cole if, like, Kanye... And I feel like oh, Jay-Z sure. became more of a thing he would talk about things look at Jay-Z now he's like mm-hmm. he's helping so many people it, it, it's it's crazy yeah I mean we'll get into it with 808s and heartbreaks in a little bit but Kanye made it cool not not just he was willing yeah. to talk about his feelings and his emotions and stuff like that but he made it cool to do that mm-hmm. like the, no one before had it wasn't cool to do that you know even All Falls Down yeah. was oh, like yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying like yeah. it's just like oh like you know what, but what I'm did so I do when I get my money? Right. Yeah, yeah, like that's why I can't see with at least one of my watches. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like I'm real. doing this because so. I mean, that's let alone the <laughs> message to like toxic masculinity, toxic black masculinity. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many levels to what he was actually breaking down that like I I don't think he's even gotten credit for because yeah. of, oh, yeah. you know what's happened since. But plus that video was dope. It's like POV and you oh, see him yeah. in the mirror. It's like yeah. oh, it's like the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> and and common, Commons the security guard's like oh, I know him now. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Stacy Dash was in the video oh, though. Yeah. We got <laughs> Stacy Dash still that's, looks the that's same. That's as well. Crazy. She's problematic. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, was it? <laughs> we don't know. We don't even know. No Twitter yeah, back then. She gets a negative ten for me. <laughs> All right. So what do we give in two thousand? Was that two thousand and five? Two thousand five. Yeah. Ten. ten. We have to. I gotta give it's it a ten. ten. Yeah. To. It's a ten. Tens all around. All right. Okay. What's next? We're getting close. Okay, so next we have 2006. And we <laughs> have... Getting dicey. We have just... <laughs> winter's coming. <laughs> we have just one event in 2006. Okay, what's that? Uh, he's on the cover of Rolling Stone, wearing a crown of thorns. <laughs> and, the, and the cover, it says, Passion of Kanye West. Now, Yo, whose choice was this? Uh, his, for sure. <laughs> and, and I feel like this is the first window into like, uh-oh. Like, like... I mean, when you're that great... Right. It might like, get to your head I don't, I don't knock him for it. So I'm gonna... 
so I'll probably give this a five. I'm not gonna knock him for it because like it is a it is an iconic cover. Like everyone's seen it. Um, but it is a, uh, our first window into the Kanye when he loses sight of the self-awareness. It's kind of like, I'm just going to do this because I got a message and it's baller to me. So I'm going uh, <laughs> to make everybody else see it. And it's like, bro, like, yeah. maybe chill for a second. Yeah. <laughs> you give him a five? Yeah, I'm going to give him a five. Five. Uh, man. So I'm, I'm thinking about Kanye at the time, dealing with the flack from the, the Katrina mess. Mm-hmm. And him actually dealing with maybe some hatred for the first time, and he's probably recording graduation, and I wouldn't really feel like graduation, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna give him a, I'm gonna give him a, but he was coming off a good year, so I'm, I'm gonna give him a five, five, I'm gonna give him five, a five, five, all right, beans, yeah, <clears throat> I'm gonna give him a five. I think, you know, it's like when you, if you look at kids who are popular in middle school. You know, and you peak too soon. It's like by the time you get to college, you got to do something crazy. Just try to stand out. I feel like that's what we were experiencing um, was just residuals of some wild success. But it's like, yo, Ben is wild in college. Right. Right. That one kid, he's always drunk, taking his shirt off. And, you know what I mean? So he in middle school, he was that kid flipping his eye, eyelashes up. Yep. <laughs> yep. He had the name brand, everything. And that really hurt him. That's why my kids didn't go out there. He had the Osiris's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go five uh, as well. I remember at the time being like, "Wait, what?" Yeah. <laughs> Specifically because, uh, and I'm I'm in a different place about all of this now. But uh, the song "Jesus Walks" meant a lot to me at mm-hmm. the time, and I was like, "Man, this is crazy." And then that felt like the exact opposite of it, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Wait a minute, what?" Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, like. If you were to ask me the score at the time, it would be lower. But in retrospect, I'm going to give him a five. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2007. We have uh, two things. One positive and one uh, negative event that impacts his life <laughs> Well, that's to be seen oh. and to be determined. Well, yes. Uh, he's got a sales war with uh, 50 Cent. Uh, Curtis was released the same day as graduation. Uh-huh. Uh we all mistake. know the results of that. That was a mistake. <laughs> yes. Uh, publications have since named that event as the end of an era. The end of the gangster rap era, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Because graduation demolished Curtis. Not at the box office, but it sounds more dramatic to say at the box office. <laughs> <laughs> In sales. Uh, graduation. So, yes, graduation is yeah. released and, and smokes. And the lead single off that, I think, was Good Life. With T Pain. Oh yeah. Um and what else what else happened that year? Uh his mother passes away. Gotcha. Okay. So how do you guys feel about graduation? You guys like that album? I felt like Do I need to I remind f- you guys of the songs that's on that album? <laughs> <laughs> I was like PYT or or PYT? Was it didn't you have like a pretty one? young thing? Yeah, that, yeah he, he sampled, sampled that's on Good on, Life. He yeah, samples PYT for Good Life. Like we always do with this time. I don't I know. Now that was the hot song. song. Now throw your hands up in the sky. But that was really it for me, man. I felt like graduation was a little too commercial, a little too mm-hmm. maybe phoned in for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. But it's one of my least favorite albums. You were you were oh. trying to hear the Adam Levine feature oh. on Heard Him Say? Oh, I oh I love it. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I mean I'm not gonna. I wore that album out. Like I listened to that album a lot. Yeah, yeah. But it's still one of my least favorite. I get albums. you. I think um, 
Graduation for me, um, it is a different album than Late Registration and College Dropout in the sense that to me it doesn't feel as like as much as like I feel like in College Dropout and Late Registration, Kanye had very specific stories he wanted to tell. And I feel like Graduation is not really like that. He It, it feels more of like a commercial album, like you said. Um, to me, that doesn't make it any lesser than the, than the other ones. It's just a little different. Yeah. So for me, the singles on that album have a lot of replay value, and they still they still slap really hard. Like that album, if you listen to it, like song after song, like every song, like you're like, why am I why am I nodding my head so hard? Why do I know every word? Because like every song on that album like feels like a single. Wait, yeah, Barry Bonds is on there. Barry Bonds on there. Uh, champion. Oh, champion. Ooh, you know. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Man, okay, that's uh, a, that, that a... homecoming is on there. That song is oh. amazing. Oh, with, yeah. with, uh, what's the name from Coldplay? Oh, Do I talking think about, about Chicago. You now, yeah. 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 Do I think about you now? Chris Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm coming, coming home, home again. Okay, that it has bangers, right? It has bangers. <laughs> I think that that album is better than people think it is yeah it, when you go that. back to it it's like oh yeah oh i love this song okay let's see what the next and then, oh uh, i I, yeah. I do love this song too but yeah. to say and it's it has one that of that weird most death feature on it right yeah, yeah. to say it's one of my least favorite Drunk kanye albums <laughs> still makes it one of the uh, better <laughs> albums exactly. I don't, exactly. you know what i'm saying it's like one of my least favorite kanye right. albums but that's in a different category of like i still play it more than any you know what i mean right a well, ludicrous album i have which i don't yeah, know yeah like his kanye's worst album is like mm-hmm. I don't even exactly. know who to say his best album, but you exactly. Know what I'm so it's like, like I'm, I'm not even saying like, oh, it's one of my least favorite albums. No, one of my least favorite Kanye albums, which is still in a higher category of most other music. I yeah. like. And to be honest with you, 2007 I feel like was like the worst time for hip hop. I feel like Mims. Yeah. This is why I'm hot. Yeah. This is why I'm that hot. Was, was like rough, under, uh, that was a rough. Talking about a song I hated. Damn. All oh. right. Like 2007 like, was a bad year. Like it was, was that also pop. pop lock and drop it? Like that was that where we were? And that was like Duros does my chains. It, like, it was after it was that. It was yeah. like it was like the the we fly high like the Jim Jones like oh, that man. era of like it's going down. It's going everything down. Everything had yeah. a day. Everything had a movement. <laughs> Soldier, oh. Soldier Boy had just dropped before Young that. Drum, but oh. like I like it was, yeah. was being at the club Bumblebee was awful. Yellow. <laughs> everything was colors. Oh, the, uh, shoulder lean. It's just a year of choreography, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a, a tough time in hip hop because uh, there was so many. I think that was the first time in hip hop where, like, it may not have been the first time, but at least in my experience, it felt like when these big record labels realize that hip hop is now fully commercial. So, like, now we can make we can make money off of like tentpole mm-hmm. album sale money off of rappers. So now you get these rappers who like have a certain look or a certain vibe mm-hmm. and they're, they they come out with these songs that's clearly written by somebody else. <laughs> like Mims. <laughs> like, on, like you know what I'm saying? Like, so that that was like the first time hip hop became like super like, oh, okay, yeah, we can was, make money off of this now. So let's, 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 let's pour into it. Like type of thing. I also feel like, now that I'm like thinking back, I feel like some of my interaction with like, this is such an individualist, narcissistic way to think about this. What I'm, That's why we're talking about out Kanye. Mouth. I know, but I'm like, I feel like some of my experience with graduation was not tainted, but like under, like under the experience of his knowing his mom passed away, mm-hmm. and so like hearing it like just made me sad. You know, because yeah. he like he like made this album, and you want to hear it in a way, but you know, with a like, bunch of fun songs on exactly. it, exactly, like, and oh. you know, like this is like the worst time in his life, so you're yeah. just like, yeah, you know, it hard. was like, yeah, that juxtaposition I think impacted like the interactions with the album. Mm-hmm. 
See, I love late registration. Yeah. No, uh, graduation. I'm yeah. sorry. I love graduation. I also love that album, too. Uh, I pre-ordered on iTunes, <laughs> and the day it came out... In 2007, like, I didn't even know how to do that. <laughs> right. right. Well, yeah, it'll tell you it was 2007, because it wasn't Spotify yet. Right. Uh, yeah, no, I, I loved it. And, yeah, production-wise, it definitely... There's a shift. Uh-huh. Uh, but, yeah, I remember being like, oh, man, what are these synths in here? Yeah, it was definitely the most... Um, organically produced Kanye album in terms of like there wasn't a I mean there's still a fair amount of sampling but like compared to a late registration or a college dropout a a lot of it was like people playing actual instruments which Mm -hmm. is it was it was refreshing at the time but it did sound different I remember that was one of the main things I noticed I'm like well there's a lot of like actual piano playing and and things like that sounds like he's doing his thing and then he also bought a synthesizer (laughs) yeah he bought also bought a keyboard um, and then for the next album, he was like, oh, let's just get rid of the samples. Just synthesizers. <laughs> All right. So keeping those two things in mind, uh, graduation coming out um, and the death of his mom. Ah. What are we what are we giving that year? What was it? 2007? What? On a scale of uh, <laughs> negative 10 to 10, how would you rank the death of Kanye's mom? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, Does that, is that part of the ranking? <laughs> I'm going to give um, graduation a nine. Okay. I feel like. Graduation. Now that I look back and think about the times, the fact that he was going up against Curtis, ugh, and that was like supposed to be one of the best albums of the year. And I know that his mother passing greatly affected him. Um, so graduation, I'm gonna give it an eight. Eight, eight. I think I'm gonna give it an eight as well. I think Leonard pretty much summed it up. Like it's a, it's it's a great album. It's a classic album in my opinion. Um, but it it there it. And it may have something to do with the death of his mom at the time, but there does seem to be something lacking, um, in my opinion. Maybe it's the skits. Because, <laughs> yo, say what you want, but in College Dropout and Late Registration, part of what made those albums was the, was the skits. Oh. Those albums are classic. Oh, those man. skits are classic. D-Ray, D-Ray <laughs> is classic. Saying, Go to can- college. Finish college. Add up all the change in your purse very fast. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. We ain't got it. <laughs> bro, D-Ray spaz. My um, dad died. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All he left me was his degree. His degree. <laughs> yeah, those uh, are classic. Man. Um, I'm going to go with a nine as well. Because uh, I love that album. I probably, the first two, would rank slightly higher. Mm-hmm. And then this has to be, a, we can't do all tens. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, after that, 2008. Here we go. Um, <laughs> we have a few things. Uh, Glow in the Dark Tour with Rihanna. Huge. MTV Huge. Video Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Kanye debuts Love Lockdown. Mm-hmm. Huge. He also releases 808s and Heartbreak. Huge. Uh, he also broke up with his fiance. Mm. Um, so 808s and Heartbreak. Between that and uh, his mother's death, uh, there's a lot going on there. Um, and then uh, Kid Cudi is introduced to the world on a big scale because he's featured on four songs. All right, so that's we 2008. Got, yeah, so let's, let's let's do them kind of one by one. What's the first one? Glow in the Dark tour. That tour was huge. Yeah. Kanye and Rihanna. <laughs> and what then, I wouldn't give <laughs> for Glow in the Dark too. They like couldn't have that tour now. It'd be crazy. There'd be riots. Like that's nuts. I mean, like 
whenever you see those questions or like Instagram or Facebook and the memes like if you could choose this or this I always feel like I choose a time machine and I would just go back to concerts like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, I'm not affecting time. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be an innocent bystander and I'm going to watch this concert <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be amazing. Like, like, like we uh, didn't we didn't know how good we had it with Rihanna back then. Oh. <laughs> We're like, get, the, get Umbrella out of here. I know, right? <laughs> Where's Beyonce? Ponda replay. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh. Who can run this town? Not you. <laughs> Man, I no. haven't seen Kanye live, and that's like one of my biggest regrets is not uh, seeing him when I have. It's amazing. We'll to get to him. some of the tours I've been to. Maybe later, you can make but... a Sunday service. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, going to the Dark Tour, what else was on there? Uh, debuts Love Lockdown uh-huh. uh, at the. Do you guys remember VMAs? seeing that that performance? Yep. <laughs> that yep. is burned yep. in my brain. <laughs> that was crazy. That was nuts. I remember watching the VMAs um, specifically because I knew Kanye was going to perform. And I remember my first reaction to it, I was like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's just these big taiko drums. It's like 12 like Southeast Asian looking guys playing taiko drums. And then Kanye in a suit singing with okay. auto-tune. I'm like, what's happening? I'm not loving you. Singing is is loose, <laughs> right? He was vocalizing. <laughs> I just remember being like, "Yo, what the hell is going on?" Right. But by the end of the song, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god!" I remember thinking to myself like, "Okay, I don't understand this, but you have to. By the time this performance is done, you need to understand it because you're not just gonna like chalk it up to like, you know what I mean?" Like I was like. Okay, I don't really get it, but you better get it by the time he's done because. But it's Kanye. I know it's yeah, gotta it's, be dope. He's, okay, it's he's gotta got, be dope. There's a reason for this. I just I'm not there yet. I, I haven't caught up to Kanye. That's, That's what's the wrong. dragon energy. Yeah. It started early in you. Like, <laughs> he's got a plan for this. This is gonna make sense. You guys yeah, just gotta, gotta pay gotta attention. And then, and then, uh, the album it always uh, came out with Sammy yep. is out. Did you guys like that album at first listen? My favorite Kanye. Oh. Wow. wow. I am an emo. I listen to like Hawthorne Heights and Yellow Card and, and My Chemical <laughs> Romance. I'm a like hopeless romantic. So mm-hmm. my heart, I'm just man. Like I and when like genuine like Leonard's also a single guy. So if, yeah, uh, if you know, like uh, when Choices came out, like when I was in middle school, uh-huh. like that was my. I just wish I had someone that I had been in love with so I could truly Aww. feel how that song felt because I loved it so much. That but that by and Heartbreaks, man, it's just like short, succinct. It's just perfect. It's great. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, maybe, I don't know about Pinocchio's story. Maybe not. It's dope live. Yeah. It is dope live. But, um, like, that album is, like, it's my jam. It's my I, I did like it. When, here's, here's what I was nervous about with Kanye. What made me so happy about 808s and Heartbreaks. One, I just loved it. Um, two, it was something new. Three, it kind of expanded on that thing, which I feel like was, a like, it was nice to see a black man talking about his feelings in, in, in any kind of capacity in any way. Um, so I feel like that was just like, I really like that. And then what, what made me nervous about graduation mm-hmm. was like, if he tries to do another one of those, it's not mm. it, like, that's it. Like what I felt about graduation is like, this is it for you. And this, you're going to end up like Will Smith. If you just keep doing this, like every, <laughs> like you, you will never evolve as an artist. You just find like one thing you like to do and you're going to do it forever. So I think anyways, and heartbreaks made me so happy. Cause I saw the beginning of the longevity of his career of like, okay, I did these three things, but don't put me in that box. Like I'm an artist. So like, here's something new and fresh and different. And like, mm-hmm. Ooh, I, I also love that album. Yeah. 
that album is so at first i didn't really vibe with the album i didn't really get it um and i was still i I was still pretty young at the time and i mean there is there's objectively good songs on the album like i loved paranoid like that was an amazing song it just grew so hard and then uh robocop was a really good song um but i didn't really understand like what he was going for at the time but um i've since as i've grown older have grown to really love that album and it's probably my one of my favorite kanye albums it's definitely top three for me um but i a couple years ago um this didn't make the list because but i feel like it's just personal to me (laughs) he did a performance at the hollywood bowl it was like he did three nights oh right he did 808s and heartbreaks in its entirety at the Hollywood Bowl and it was it was crazy like it, that album is really really good you were there? I was there oh hold on let me check my phone real quick to see when you texted the invite to see if <laughs> what when, happened when was. was it? oh okay yeah nah it's not coming up but I don't have good service in here <laughs> um yeah it was crazy and the Pinocchio story it works uh live it because he <laughs> he was doing this was a couple years ago when he was like it was tied into the release of like Yeezy season two or three or one of those. And so he had like, uh, he had like, he came out in like the Pinocchio with like stilts on his arms, <laughs> like in like a mask. And he, he was kind of wilding, but it was, <laughs> it was, it was good. It was really good. Um, yeah, I love that album. That album has classic songs on it. Um, and the production is, I mean, with the Daft Punk stuff and, and all that is, is crazy. Uh, the coldest winter. That was like, yeah. ah. Uh. It was just it's, heartless. Like, come on, and just the way and the way the album starts. And then you know what happened in his life, right? So yeah. like that's what yeah. made it. Like oh. it's like you've been following his journey. Oh, don't say you will, and then you will. Oh man, that album is amazing. Y'all sound oh, good. Goodness, I'm about to listen to it on the way home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing was weird was like. Amazing, but it was like a single. It yeah, was like it was amazing. like the commercial. Yeah, and that song was on 2K like they that year. It was on NBA 2K that year, and it like it's like, bro, I've I've heard this song enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no that that album is incredible. All those songs are, are and really it was just good. like, yo, he is an artist. Yeah, exactly. He's not a caricature. He's not like I felt like so there was so much backlash. I felt like to that album. Yeah, I was just like what? I remember arguing with people like because I was in college at the time and my basketball teacher because I had to take a basketball class to get a PE credit in college. <laughs> things we need to talk about and change. I'm like, how's this gonna help me? Um, but he was like the only other black man at ABU, the basketball teacher. But he was like, I remember getting in a fight with him because he was like, he's like that Kanye album is cool or whatever, but like it's not hip hop. And I was like, you don't get to decide. And this thing Joke's is to evolve. Yeah, right. <laughs> Where you at now? Um, somewhere with Twister. <laughs> yes, it was just like evolution just makes me happy yeah like because i feel like that's the problem with a lot of art that we have is someone becomes successful in a certain way of doing it and then they can't get out of that way of doing it because they they're scared about losing the money or losing the fame or whatever and kanye was like i it it felt like he was saying like i'm not in it for all this like Mm -hmm. i'm sharing art he had to release that he had that's what came out he had to put that out And, and let's not let's not i mean we're doing a good job of hyping it up but let's not sell it short i mean this album created a genre of music like Hip hop wouldn't be what it is today without oh, this album. Yeah. Like there'd be no oh, Drake. Oh, yeah. Like Drake comes out. You know Drake's doing mixtapes at this time. But mind you, in two thousand seven, Drake was on Degrassi. <laughs> <laughs> in two thousand seven, 
2008, Drake's music was like he was doing like he was rapping over Jay Dilla beats. Like he wasn't doing the Drake that we know now. Oh. Mm-hmm. But oh. as soon as late 2008, 2009 rolls around, it posts so far, Eight 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 Yes. Is now now he's singing over you know synths and soft drums yeah. and like without 808s and Heartbreaks, I mean, we don't it, get it. Drake. Was great, right? I mean, yeah. Well, we should, we should do one of these. So thank you, Kanye. Yeah. And no one wants to be the first. Right. No one wants to be the first. So Kanye was like, okay. And if you're Drake, you can't be the first and also be Canadian <laughs> and also be on a TV show. <laughs> like you can't be the first nah, to nah. sing over hip hop. Not will change Jimmy. Like nah, we're not here for that. Nah. Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Jimmy Brooks. Um, Take that elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in Canada. Uh, so what are we giving that? What are we giving that year? That was 2000, That's 2008. Eight. I gotta give it a ten. That's I have a, to. I'm That's gonna give a it a solid ten. ten. That's a solid ten. Yeah. Have to. Okay, don't yell at me. I was going to say, I feel like you're not going to give it a 10. I'm but not, not going to give it a 10. Okay, oh. well, uh, In retrospect, I can see what he did, and I like respect the move. And I totally do. At the time, I was like, what? And the album, I wouldn't rank it where I rank the other ones. Mm-hmm. Okay. For I me, for, for just me and my own preference. But, like, yeah, you're totally right. Like, that is a monumental shift mm-hmm. in, in everything. I'm going to give it a six. All right. Okay. No, man. We're not going to fight you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. We reserve the right to be convenient about this. <laughs> okay. Uh, just pace-wise, we're at 2009. Uh-huh. Uh, well, currently we're in, in 2019. But uh, 2009. <laughs> oh, you mean right, right at this point in <laughs> yes. space and time? Yeah, we are in 2019. Uh, we're talking about 2009. We're just over an hour. Okay. Uh, so just Is this going to be two episodes wise. or one? Right. One. Oh, okay. One long one, depending on how the, the yeah, back half goes. it's a bonus episode. Uh, okay, 2009. Uh, Kanye partners with Nike to make the first Air Yeezys. Mm-hmm. And 2009, the Taylor Swift moment. Where Taylor it's a Swift, 10 for me. Taylor <laughs> Swift uh, gets uh, best female video over Beyonce at the at the VMAs, and Kanye interrupts. All right, uh, did you guys ever own own Yeezys? Either of the iterations in Adidas no. or Nike? Bruh, I'm not rich. <laughs> right. So none of us have owned Yeezys. Um, Has anyone rented? <laughs> rented lease. lease layaway. Did you guys? Did you guys like the Yeezys with Nike? Like the either the Yeezys or the Yeezy Two? They were fire. They yeah, were I like the way Yeah, did you like them? I low key can't remember what they looked like, but like the red Octobers, you don't remember what those look like. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they were cool. They were they were good. It's not like my style, right? So, but yeah, I liked them. Yeah, I yeah, I'm gonna give this year. I'm gonna give it an eight because I think uh, what was the second part of it? Taylor Swift. Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. So I'm gonna give it an eight. I would give it a ten. So for the Taylor Swift thing, I would have given it a ten alone. But I feel like I'm gonna take away two points because even though I think it was a big a big deal for him to create a shoe at Nike and to step outside the box in in that way and be creative in a different way, I think at that point those shoes were like too expensive for what they were, and I just didn't. I you know I'm not a fan of charging people two thousand dollars for a pair of sneakers. So I'm gonna give them an eight for that. But the Taylor Swift thing was was dope. I think. A lot of people decided to hate him after that. Yeah, but that, I, that like kind of vilified him uh, yeah. for a lot of people with a, with a certain people with a certain perspective. Uh, That's how I found out literally who Taylor Swift was. Yeah, for a lot of people. Like, and after since that, I was like, Loki Kanye put you on the map. Uh-huh. Like, you was just out here with a guitar, and then after so he's that not moment, lying on famous when yeah. he says that he made her famous. 
That's mm. what I, I He think. made her famous. For sure. A hundred percent. The person who holds the sellout record at the Stable Center mm-hmm. is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to me. Oh, really? Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, she was just a girl with a guitar. Man. Who only writes albums about her exes, apparently. Mm-hmm. So, I don't she know. She wrote a whole album about Kanye. This, like, last which, album. Which album? The, it's, I, don't, I don't know what I it's called. Know, but it's no, like I think the, it was, like, two years ago with this, the, 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 the music video with the snakes. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Yeah. Look what you made me do. That song's about Kanye West. She's you trying to get, get some of that fame back. She's trying to get some of that fame back. So, all right. Um, she, doesn't, she doesn't like his stupid thing. She doesn't like his tilted stage. Here's the thing. People hate Kanye for saying that, but it's like... Uh, when Lemonade came out and Beyonce Adele won Best Album over Beyonce, Adele literally got up and said, "Oh, Adele, great job, but Beyonce, you had the best album of all time." She no, did this. Nobody, to, hates, she nobody did, hates Adele. She did it yeah. to herself. So why Everybody would I hate Kanye? Beyonce had the. Was it Girls or was it was the Girls video or was it Run the World for it, um. Oh, a, when the Taylor Swift moment happened? It was a video of the year. I can't remember. Yeah, I, I think it was uh, Put a Ring on It, the yeah. single, single ladies. ladies. Yeah. yeah. And by the time Lemonade came around, I was like, y'all just racist. <laughs> you wild. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, oh, and the oh, fact that oh. he put out a shoe, mm-hmm. a rapper that put out a legitimate Nike shoe, right. shoe um, from the whole BBB thing, mm-hmm. I like learned that apparently making shoes are pretty expensive. The molding is expensive. Mm-hmm. So... The fact that he made a shoe, it was a limited run, and he did his own thing, and he wanted to delve into fashion, and he accomplished something that he wanted to do, and he was like the first to do. I gotta give him a ten for that, and for the Taylor Swift thing. So I'm gonna give him a ten. Cool. I'm gonna go with a nine. Nine. Uh, I'm gonna go with an eight as well. Okay. Um. Next year. Next year, 2010. Okay. What happened? Uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasies mm-hmm. released. Uh, wins Best Rap Album. Classic album. Classic. Woo. That's the only thing in 2010? Yes. Cool. Uh, what do you guys think about that album? Oh, man. that's. I think that's top three for me. Um, mm. It's probably my third favorite. When I think of that album, I literally just think I, it brings back memories of me and my friends on the lake listening to it. Like, man, Runaway, that's my theme song, yeah. my asshole. Me and all my friends, we assholes. <laughs> that was like, that whole album was just, that was the theme for our summer, 2010. Ooh. It was a great time. And the whole, it's a classic. The skits came back, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, oh man, the the features were great. Dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, lights, all of the lights, like mm-hmm. Rihanna. I mean, come on, man. Like, Monster is still Monster my wrote, song. The Nicki verse on Monster oh. is wild. Oh. Like, that put her on, right? Like, really? She was it like, did. she was over there with some heavy hitters. She yeah. was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta show out. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that album is crazy. All the lights is is crazy. Uh, Runaway is crazy. That whole album is wild. Kanye's doing some of his best lyrical rapping on that album. Like, it's just mm-hmm. that album's amazing. It's amazing. I'm gonna give 2010 a 10. We I also gotta have to shout out Sahada Prince. Sahada Sci- Prince, <laughs> Rhyme Fest, Rhyme Fest. Everybody doing all the writing. But I mean, yeah. and the uh, the Runaway video, the yeah, for uh, sure. The I mean, the or the the little mini, the short, the mm-hmm. short film or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta give, give it a 10. 10, 10s yeah. all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that album is amazing. Uh, 2011, uh, Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. That was a fun show. We we saw that one at the it, yeah. Wow. Jealous. <laughs> Jealous. Did you see it? 
I did not see it. I haven't seen, I've seen Jay-Z live. I've never seen Kanye live. Nah. Um, I feel like, man, talk about songs that get played out. I mean, but when Otis dropped, and oh, there's yeah. that video for Otis, yeah. and then Niggas in Paris. Niggas I mean, in Paris. That is, song was everywhere. It still the is. The Will Ferrell sample. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the Blades of Glory sample. Like, I do a lot of karaoke, so I'm just, like, thinking, like, yeah. that's a big karaoke song. And honestly, I was going to say this earlier. I'm surprised H. Izzo. I never hear anybody do that in karaoke. Yeah. Jay-Z was, was rapping differently back then, though. Yeah. And it was a little... It was kind of fast. People don't know that, kinda, that pace. Yeah. They, 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 know, they know black album Jay-Z. A lot of people don't know Blueprint Jay-Z. Like, or don't know the lyrics as well as they think they do, because his cadence was I'm crazy. A, I'm going to do that one. I'm going to do that one. Yes. You should. That's an undertaking. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so, Watch the Throne, I think the tour was amazing. And I think Jay-Z was doing some of his best rapping on that album. As an album, though, I don't rank I don't rank it up there nearly as close as I do with all the other Kanye stuff. Um, I'll probably have to give Watch the Throne. The tour was great. Um, I'll probably give it a seven. Seven? Yeah, I give it a seven. Okay. I'm gonna give Watch the Throne a solid seven. I'm gonna give it a ten, and here's why. Because uh, <laughs> it's like musically, I think you're right. Like in terms of the album, it's not like College Dropout, uh-huh. but. I'm saying, I'll, I'll keep saying this, what Kanye was doing for just some greater like social ills I feel like we have is like we've never seen two black men have friendship like that. That's true. To be in the movie just or in the music video like hugging each other and like, I don't know, that I feel like that was like an important moment to say like it's not about beef. I mean, it will be soon, but like um, <laughs> it's not about these things. Like you can't have friendship, you can make money together, you can do these things and like that felt really special culturally so mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a 10. That's true, and you never saw two that. like heavyweights. Yeah. yeah, I mean at the top, best of both worlds. But we can't talk about that. No, <laughs> yeah, well, that also ended in beef. But Ew. I know. Um, <laughs> but man, we never saw two heavyweight rappers. No, best of both worlds was a dual album, <laughs> uh, kind of like Watch the Throne, except it was with Jay Z and R. Kelly. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're gonna talk about never that. Never heard yeah. of them. <laughs> I don't think Jay Z would want us to. We never saw you, yeah, you never saw two two men of color, two yeah. heavyweights, and they were like, yo, let's do this together. Yeah, and it's just like it, it wasn't an open, it just it felt like friendship, which just felt important. It felt like it gave uh, a different view and insight to black men for like the greater public that I felt like was really important in that time of like they're happy they're trying to do stuff together they're trying to build up you know it, it felt special so I'm gonna give it a 10 and the con and I mean it's not with, not without uh saying uh the Kanye fashion started to change as well we got the leather pants like the leather joggers mm-hmm. we started getting the kilt the long t-shirts which I mean that whole era of Kanye really changed fashion too yeah. Yeah. I mean you started seeing people wear joggers like no one was wearing joggers that's why before. I gave it a 7 <laughs> <laughs> the long t-shirts that became a thing like yeah that was that was yay yeah. no one no one was really rocking the kilts but uh-huh. I remember leather pants were everywhere that was when that I was, was in crazy. middle school I really wanted a kilt really bad and uh, this was before Kanye wore it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Why did you want to wear a kilt? Because... Uh, Are you Scottish? No, Irish, yeah. That's my, my largest I think uh, percent. Scotland is where they wear the kilts, though, right? They do in Ireland, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I'm no expert. Yeah, I, clearly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I'm going to go with the, I'm gonna go with the seven as well. Seven? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 2012, uh, we got a few events. Watch the Throne Tour, mm-hmm. uh, which is the highest grossing hip-hop tour ever. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Cruel Summer mixtape, mm-hmm. um, which includes Big Sean and Two Chains, uh, songs like Mercy and Click. Uh, <laughs> songs are huge. Debuts the Runaway film at the Cannes uh, Film Festival mm-hmm. using a okay. custom seven-screen cinema. <laughs> and he also <laughs> he's, so he's wild he is wild I'm not I'm not do, tell him I'm not doing it unless, <laughs> unless they got seven screens seven oh, good. Uh, he also gets together with Kim Kardashian Okay, they start dating. Negative shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, this is a this is a landmark year in yeah, life. Year. We have a lot of we have a lot of diverse things going on here that we got to weigh into this. So, what was the first one? It was Washington a Washington tour. tour. Yeah. That was a huge tour. That was the the hugest hip hop tour, obviously. That but tour that, was fire. Too. That tour was yeah, it was monumental. That tour was huge. Um, so what? And then what was next? Uh, Cruel Summer mixtape. Cruel Summer. That was, that was huge too. That was, that was big. That was an album. That was big. It was. Uh, yeah. It was Mercy. Album. That I, Mercy was. That song was everywhere. Fire. I performed Mercy last night. <laughs> Wait, where? Where'd you perform last At night? At Barney's while I was working. That's what's up. I'm. 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 I'm funny story. The last night while I was performing Sicko Mode, someone threw four hundred dollars at me while I was on stage. And yeah. I kept it. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept it. Right. That's the only way that story should end. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. But um, Cruel Summer, man. Whew. Yeah. Oh, man. That, I like that better than Watch the Throne. Like, yeah, it felt great. more like an album. Mm-hmm. Like, like Watch the Throne, was, it felt like it was just like a collection of songs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cruel Summer felt like an album. I felt like it was something Kanye was passionate about with good music. Mm-hmm. And it was a great album. About the whole Kim Kardashian thing, I mean, you fall in love. I guess love is love if it's real mm-hmm. love. I can't really be mad about that. Mm-hmm. I think Watch the Throne was also music. Oh, not Watch the Throne. Uh, Cruel Summer was a big landmark, I think, for Kanye musically because he started reaching out to other producers and stuff like that to like really make the stuff sound like of the time. So like that, I know that was one of Mike Will made it's like first big songs was he did the drums on Mercy. So it's like that was one of his first big like forays into into the public scene and then he would go on to produce like Ray Shrimmered and all that but um, yeah I think that album's great I mean it really put 2 chains out there um, right around the time he was putting out an album um, and his his first album was great Um, yeah and then he was on he featured on 2 chains song birthday song like yeah it was a good album Big Sean was he did big things at that time yeah I think it was great I think I'm gonna give it I'd probably give it a 7 I'd give that year for him a 7 you know what no wait because what also was in that year? The, the Kim Kardashian thing? The film festival thing? and the Kim Kardashian. Film, yep. The film festival thing is actually a big deal. I'm going to give him a little higher. I think I'm going to give him a nine. Because to, to take your music video, your short film to Cannes Film Festival as a rapper, like that, to me, that's a... That's... And a song where you're talking about douchebags and assholes. Like, that's... Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. That, that's a he big deal to me. a lower number, but now that you make that point. <laughs> I'm like, bro, in France? Like, come on now. I, I'm going to have to give him... Uh, Cruel Summer is amazing. Film Festival Con. I mean, I'm just the whole Kim Kardashian thing, man, is is weighing on me. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give you him gotta a remember, six. we didn't know. We didn't. Our, we didn't know yet. No, time. but we did. Like Reggie Bush already got his Heisman at this point. I think taken away. Like you knew it wasn't gonna be. You knew it wasn't gonna be good. And she had already been with Ray J. Like yeah, I'm gonna yeah, give him. Yeah. I'm gonna give him a six. All right. I'm gonna give him a. I'm gonna give him an eight. Because that you the film 
I'm gonna give him a nine. Never mind. Cause you're right. The the two the the music that came out, the tour, yeah. and the film festival like that is big. So <laughs> he only I'm only gonna take away one point for for Kim K. Uh, Brandon? I'm gonna go in the uh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go in the six as well. Okay. Hater. Uh, huh? Hater. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, 2013, mm-hmm. uh, Yeezus album is dropped. Uh-huh. Uh, no album cover. Debuts at number one, but the lowest opening sales of any album he's put out. Uh, he also does the Yeezus tour. Uh, takes Kendrick as his opener. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Crazy. Talk some great tours he's had, man. Crazy. Uh, Northwest is born. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And Adidas announces partnership with Kanye. That's Man. that's 2013. That, that's major moves. That's a yeah. That's a landmark year. That's that's a crazy year to have to put out Jesus. Uh, that I remember when he performed on uh, SNL. New Slaves. Yes, on yeah. SNL. Or Black Skinheads. He did both of them. Yeah, he did both of them, and that SNL performance was crazy. Like they it, were not ready. They were in. Everybody was in the dark, and like it was just like a camera on his face, and like the visuals. It was it was that and was, he was just crazy. Doing, like, yeah, it was crazy. And yeah, that he, album is dope. I don't know. I never understood the backlash from you on Jesus. That's my second favorite Kanye album. Man. Woo. So, yeah. like, when he has, like, when he really has something to say or somebody, mm-hmm. I feel like he's kind of like Jordan where he just makes up things mm-hmm. to, like, get himself angry or he pays attention to every little thing. And, man, that, man, that whole album, man, it's just, it's so good. And, uh, no cover. I like that. Call himself Yeezus. I mean, the balls just to do that f- yep. from the hate that you already have. Mm-hmm. And to double down on it. And to crazy. double down on it like that. And then the deal with Adidas. I mean, come on, man. That's yeah. a, that's a, And you have a child? Like, come on. That's a solid team. And to leave the biggest shoe company in the world. Yes. To uh, go to Adidas because they're treating you more respectfully as a designer. And then to brag about it in your music is crazy. Like, like, like that. To me, that's wild. Like that's he wild. was wilding it, like at a hundred percent, and I feel like it was crazy because, like, that was to me. That's like that album was peak Kanye because it's it's peak ego, but it's also like peak self awareness and like peak like I'm I still got something to say that's like meaningful, but I'm I'm wilding out to a hundred at the same Blood time. Blood on the leaves, yeah. Oh. Blood on the leaves, like come is on. I still listen. And I feel like, too, if you take into account what's happening sort of in our time, what's going on with sort of like race, the conversations happening, mm-hmm. you're, we're in the midst of sort of Barack Obama's, um, what, like second term. Like there's just a lot mm-hmm. that I feel like he was able to, I don't know, like bring into music in, in like a bigger way. And um, so I was going to give him a nine, but then I feel like if we're talking about cookout points. Naming your daughter North. <laughs> it's going to be a 10. <laughs> North. Yeah. And then that started the Charlie Wilson relationship, and they've, they've made hits together. That's Bound 2 is tight. I don't care what people say. That song is amazing. When a, uh, when a real nigga holds you down, you supposed to drown? Right. <laughs> what? I know. The, the video? I'm going to take, never mind, I'm going to take, I'm, I'm take one point back. I, I, I forgot about that video. Even with the video, I got to give him a 10. Yeah. That's a 10 for me. Uh-huh, honey. <laughs> uh, is that 10s from each of you? Yeah. Yeah. What, North, what are you saying? Northwest. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, with everything, uh, 
Yeah. Uh, you got the Adidas stuff, uh, the Yeezus tour with Kendrick. Oh, uh, we didn't even talk about that. Right. <laughs> it's a temper right. sure. The fact that yeah. Kendrick Lamar is opening for you, on your, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'll, I'll go with the 10 as well. Um, 2014, mm-hmm. we have one event. Mm-hmm. Kanye marries Kim Kardashian in Italy. Mm-hmm. Kanye becomes a family man. <sighs> <laughs> All right, who wants to who wants to go first? Y'all gonna call me crazy. I'm gonna give this a ten, and here's why. I think from my personal so on, on one hand, objectively, it's the most baller thing you could ever do is to like marry a chick who's like you're at the top of your field doing what you're doing and literally like no one is touching you and she's at the top of whatever she's doing what field well no i'm she i mean but she's reality a, what TV, she does she's her branding daddy. herself yeah. like like she's literally like there's no one else at that she, level and for him to make this it's objectively one of the most baller things he could have ever done but i the reason i give it a 10 is because I feel like, based on what I've seen from him, especially over the, the years after getting married to her, I feel like he really loves her. Yeah. And, th- and to me, that's like, there's something sweet about that. Like, because there's only, there's only one other person on earth that, like, could be the right person for Kanye, and, it, and it's yeah. a Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I kind of admire their relationship because they're the only two people who could be with each other. Like, she's yeah. tried to date regular people, like these, like, athletes and stuff like that. It never works out. He's tried to date regular people. And it just never works out. Like, when your life is so um, regimented and so public and so... When you live that kind of lifestyle, like, only one other person is really going to understand it. And they found each other. And I think it's dope. Like, I don't know. I think it's... Okay. I give I, it a I appreciate that. I'm never... Linda's <laughs> <laughs> about to let me have it. I've never felt like Kim was genuine, man. Really? I just never felt like her love was genuine. You don't know? you have to be I, to put up with Kanye, though? If you like fame, if you... She loves fame. You but know she don't need him no more. She's so much famous on her own. You're right. You're right. Maybe the children played a part. Maybe she. Yeah. I mean, how can you? My mother's love. You can't lie. Well, we love see the people. Kardashians. They don't care about wilding out in front of their kids. They. That's true. They don't care how I they mean, raise their kids. I. I feel like Kanye truly. <laughs> oh I feel like Kanye truly is in love with Kim. That's like, your uncle. We used to date, and we got a kid together. But that's your <laughs> uncle now. Like I'm like man, Black China's kids, and I'm like bro, it's wild. It's wild. It's wild. But I mean, I'm happy for Kanye. They got a beautiful family. You know what I'm saying. <sighs> I'm going to go, and I love love, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> I'm going to give him a, I can't give him a 10. So I'm going to give him a, I'm going to give him an 8. 8. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. it's hard because at this point, Kanye has reached a, a level of fame that that's just a little bit outrageous. You know what I mean? So you can't be, it's not, it's not you're right, like. No one here would be able to date Kanye and, and understand mm. what that is like yeah. um, to live in that way. And um, even though Kim Kardashian, and I'm not even going to say it's been a positive um, contribution, but her contribution to sort of what's going on is a new realm of entrepreneurship. For to sure. To say, like, um, I don't necessarily have a product. I'm not product forward. My brand isn't service forward. It's not I am creating myself as a brand. Mm-hmm. And then because you like me, I'm going to just sell you a bunch of different things mm-hmm. and like make money. And I feel like that has started a whole wave of sort of people mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. for better, or for worse. Um, and I feel like that's, that's what you're saying. Like Kanye was able to sort of say like, I'm going to take hip hop and move it here. Like I'm, she's, I'm going to take branding, like move it here. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, 
I'm gonna get. What was that, Vince? What was that? I'm gonna give it a seven. Okay. Seven. It makes sense, but is it lit? Like I don't know. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. I mean, it on one hand it is very lit. Like who else can you? Who (laughs) else is big? I mean, Beyonce's taken, and Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna likes Rihanna tri- is a Rihanna like, right. Rihanna, Rihanna like, is a and she also likes trifling men. So like, yeah. I don't know. Like, who yeah, else? Kanye is pretty trifling. That's true. <laughs> but he's like weird trifling. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. She yeah. likes a regular like. She's you know. like Dusty's Child Soldier. Like that's her theme <laughs> yeah, song. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like. She wouldn't even give Drake time a day like that. She's like, nah, fam. Plus, I don't know. I felt like I felt like there was a lot of waste involved in that wedding. Just from feeling. <laughs> you think yeah. so? Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, a five. Okay. I applaud. Somewhat later. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Uh, and and here's why. Uh, I'm not a, a a fan of the the Kardashians. Have you ever watched the show? No. Oh, I know. Why. I know you want me to watch the show. It's, dude, it's great. I've never seen the show, and that's probably why I can try you know to remain watch, objective. Watch the ones they don't want you watching the first season. <laughs> watch the first couple. Hey, seasons. the first couple seasons of that show are very good. Uh, I mean, for, good what is it, for what it is, yeah. Uh, so I would rank it lower, uh-huh. but you said something one time. You said like you feel like uh, celebrities are like our modern day gods, like uh-huh. lowercase g. Yeah, and like Kim Kardashian being like the god of sex and. Kanye being like the god of ego. Or like whatever. they have to be the most what they are so that we don't have to. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like they're they're the they're the extreme edge so that we can live in the margins. Does that make ah. sense? Yeah. So with thinking of it that way, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. Like you and yeah, like Kanye can't just find he can't just go swiping through Tinder and be like, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, right. it's not it's not, gonna, not gonna. No work. one's gonna understand why he does what he does unless screen, they also do that. Screenshot every time, <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Sold. And we story so right. Story so we see what happens when celebrities try to try to get at regular girls and never ends up it never ends well. Never. I'm also mad at regular people. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm in that category, but it's yeah. funny to think about. Like you see future, like it's like bro, <sighs> get together. <laughs> Stop having kids with every girl you meet. Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Tristan Thompson. <laughs> All right. 2015. Oh. We have four or five seconds with Paul McCartney and Rihanna. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Uh, debuts Yeezy Season 1. Mm-hmm. Iconic. Uh, Yeezy Boost 750 mm-hmm. and the 350s uh, later that year. So we get the Kanye Adidas rollout with Season 1 and then we get the... Kind of Kanye like <laughs> cementing himself as like an icon in the music industry by making an a make making Paul McCartney one of the biggest music legends in the world do a song with him like that's crazy. <laughs> like, it, it's also so surprising to me because I'm like, oh, we're all the way in 2015 and we have like really, so when does it really drop? Like I, I would have thought like up until now, but I'm like, okay, now? like it's 2015. We have some very positive scores right now. Yeah, now, this is what I was gonna say. But around 2012, 2013, I stopped messing with Kanye. Really? So I haven't even listened to this four to five second song because okay. I was not messing with Kanye. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the whole Kim Kardashian thing. Oh, okay. Um, I hated the seasonal. I hated the Yeezy boost. I still hate them <laughs> to this day. Uh-huh. And to his clothing day. line. Uh-huh. I feel like it's overpriced. Talking about overpriced. Mm-hmm. And when it's just not me. So... I've had a love hate relationship, but this around this time I wasn't messing with Yeezy. Mm-hmm. So 
that's true like these like looking back if we're going like by the timeline and i'm forced to like think about all these things like it's helpful but in the time i wasn't like rolling with connie like i was in like yeah. 2004 to 2000 he was having little you know. twitter rants he was having little he was doing and he was talking about what, what you were he was talking about he was disrespectful to amber rose hella hard he was like, making like halfway sense but also saying crazy shit like in terms of is this the year he went off and like interned somewhere in europe oh right for like a, i know he did that for a while I, that might have been earlier and then he was talking about like <laughs> like that's when he started to just like say stuff like in random person interviews where you're like I don't know. So he did the Sway interview. That I was, was a, just about to ask. The Sway interview was in 2013. Okay. Oh, but let's, okay. let's put it in 2015 just because. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's pretend it was in 2015. Okay. It's a similar package. I still, my favorite thing is How Sway. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. That's just one how? of my favorite go-to lines. How Sway. Because it's sway. so real. Like, it's like he didn't have a, <laughs> it's like, how? How I'm going to do that? Yeah. Like, I think this is where you're starting to see, uh, uh, I think this is where you're starting to see like full, Kanye start to lose like the self awareness and like oh, yeah. and what he's fighting for. I like I get it. Like he wants to be treated fairly, <sighs> like the rest of the designers, and uh, he's talking about how why his uh, his Nike partnership fell through. And he wants to be treated fairly and not just treated like an urban artist and stuff like that. But like he's also losing sight of how he's coming across and the fact that like most people aren't dealing with these problems, Kanye. Like most people aren't fighting to get. Uh, manufacturing deals in Thailand, like no, we we not we're not dealing with that. So like we're not rolling with you hard the way you think we are. And you can't come at Sway like that, man. Yeah, come on, man. Sway, Sway. about ninety seven years old, and he just, the I part of the interview is like when Sway's like. Kanye, I know what you're talking about. He's like, I have a clothing line. And then Kanye's like, what's no. it called? <laughs> it ain't Ralph, though. It he ain't shit Ralph. On I was like, dang, Kanye, like that? But it, this He's is... like, you put millions and millions. He's like, I put hundreds of thousands. <laughs> He's like, what's it called? I was like, yo. This is where it starts to become not about the music because he's still right. putting out stuff that's fire and okay, but mm-hmm. like he's starting to do. And this is around because is this around the same time? I think I feel like it was like when Tommy Hilfiger was first racist, uh, like recorded racist. I thought it was like the late nineties, but there was like a resurfacing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. and no. and I think it was like it all happened around the same time that Kanye was talking about like his experiences. Like, but mm-hmm. he we, this is when he started to not make full cohesive. Yeah. Like sentences, mm-hmm. kind of like, yeah. to where I was like, I I want to be with you, like I want to be able to like, like bro, what are you talking but about? you you losing me, you know what I mean? He started calling himself Steve Jobs and Walt <laughs> Disney. I'm the Google, yeah. the I'm Walt Disney. Disney. Yeah, and the, the the crazy thing is, is looking back on this timeline, like he's not really wrong. Yeah, yeah. But this is when he stopped being able to articulate it in a way that was accessible to anyone else but himself. And I know yeah. he he said that he was he was on antidepressant medication and stuff like that, so maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah, he was wild. The Kardashians, point. man. <laughs> <laughs> Who got with the Kardashian and their career Lamar, got better? Oh, oh, it got, got better. better. Yeah, yeah, Tiger. <laughs> Tiger. Yeah. So I'm gonna give. Um, yeah. That was also a crime. Does that you know? What? That's true. She was, she was young at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome, Robert. Yeah, <laughs> but he looks fifteen, so everybody's like, "It's all right." Yeah, I don't know how he gets a pass. But I'm anyways. gonna give this year like. It wasn't, but it wasn't. This is when it started to be like, honestly, I'm gonna give this year like a four. Because mm. like, okay, cool, you got a song upon a crime, but like, this is when you start to just start saying shit. 
in the non-music arena where no one mm-hmm. like can mm-hmm. understand or like even wants to hear from you and you're you start to ostracize yourself as like inaccessible and that's yeah yeah i'm gonna give it a i'm gonna go i'm gonna go neutral i'm gonna give it a zero because first zero first zero mm. so i board. think i think i like the fight that he's trying to fight with the you know the clothing companies and stuff like that i think representation for i think his one of his biggest fights and criticisms of the grammys is like you want to use the black performers that are on top of the game to like sell tickets and use them in our advertisements and get us to perform but like you won't give us the awards we deserve and that kind of stuff and it's the same thing in the fashion industry it's like you want to use my name to sell t-shirts and shoes but you don't want to let me create like you do the other like white designers so i get it um so i would give him a five for that but like the way he's going about it and just like yelling at sway and just like wilding i gotta take five away so i'm just giving um, zero. i forgot the sway interview was in this year I'm gonna go neutral. It, it wasn't actually. I mean, but, in this we, year, but, we're but we're putting it in this year. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go zero. I'm gonna get yeah. neutral. I'm neutral on it. All right. So, <laughs> first of all, my man put out his own clothing line. That's you know true. What I'm that is true. The whole Yeezy season, he put a lot of rappers on who were not known. Played with Cardi, Sheck West. I don't know if it was season one necessarily, but through the seasons, he put a lot of Travis, people in there. Travis, Travis, Young Thug was in the, the, the fashion Thug, show. Yeah, major yeah. moves. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna give him a zero for that because the clothes was ugly. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, give zero. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate the movement. Yeah, the way I was feeling about him, he getting a zero. Uh, the shoes, that's negative two. Okay, yelling at sway, that's negative three. So he getting a negative five for me. Negative five for me. Negative five. All right. What about you, Brandon? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go negative six because on top of all that, I didn't like four or five seconds. I think this song made you wild. Right. <laughs> I think I, I heard like half a second of it. I was like, "This is what is this?" And yeah. I just, I promise to pay my bill. That's a good song. Y'all are wild. <laughs> uh, all right, 2016. Uh oh. <laughs> Life of Pablo released. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah botched release with the title. With the title, yeah, the streaming platform. Uh, and because of that, it's the most boot bootlegged album. Uh-huh. Uh, and he continued to tweak songs and send them to streaming services as he finished them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeezy Season 3, St. Pablo Tour, uh, suspended stage, and then near the end of the tour, uh, he's hospitalized for exhaustion after ranting. And cancels the back half of the tour. And cancels the rest of the tour. Uh-huh. Um, I remember the title situation and I remember it being super confusing because he was like, my album won't be available on, on anywhere but title right. for the first two weeks. And then I went on Spotify. It was right there. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a weird thing. They were going through weird discussions and stuff like that. And I know that provided some tension between him and Jay-Z. And it was kind of all wrapped up in their personal beefs and stuff like that, too, about how Jay-Z and Kanye weren't as close anymore and he never invited Kanye over to dinner anymore and that kind of stuff. You don't come see my kids. I remember Kanye saying that. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this is getting wild. Um, I, But Life of Pablo is a great album. Like, that is, in my opinion, it's, it's a classic album. I have to... I probably got to give it, and that tour. I went to that tour, the St. Pablo tour, and it was, it was memorable. It was probably the best concert I've ever been to. The, the stage that was floating over the crowd, and it was wild. He came to 
LA, the which form. is when you went. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then was it like a few days later? Because it wasn't at Sacramento? Or, he, or somewhere yeah, in, the, in the, the well, he canceled California. Like the last LA date that he was here, he canceled the show, and because he was losing his voice or something like that. And then I think he put on an extra show to make up for it. And then once he got to Sacramento, he was like, I think it was like Sacramento or San Jose, one of those. Yeah. He's like, I'm not doing the tour anymore, basically. But it was an amazing show. I got to see it before all the problems, and it was amazing. I probably have to give Lucky him a five. you. Right. <laughs> Life of Pablo, this is, this, I distinctly remember this being the first time where I felt a little bit like embarrassed to Ooh. be liking it. Yeah, I get that. You know sure. what I mean? Like, I would. You didn't want to tell I, anybody you liked yeah, it? Yeah, like I liked it, but like I listened to it to it by myself like right. in the car yeah, like someone yeah. else got in the car and I'd be like oh you heard this new um, Beyonce <laughs> right you know what I mean or like let's see what's on the radio like it wasn't yeah. this was the first time where I wasn't like oh shit life of Pablo's tight like oh blah blah like I, I would listen to it cause I was like okay mm-hmm. like I kinda I kinda like it but I don't want anyone to know I like it and that's like that's a that was a huge distinct shift and it was because of all of his other shit mm-hmm. you know that he was saying yeah, yeah. Uh, with the whole coming mm-hmm. out situation that kind of turned me off. I was already turned off to Kanye anyway. So it took me about a good year after Life of Pablo to come mm-hmm. out for me to mm-hmm. even listen to it. I really was off the Kanye wave. Mm-hmm. Um, you weren't feeling designer at that point? <laughs> I wasn't, you wasn't feeling panda? <sighs> Not really. Um, was No More Parties in LA? Was that all? That was on that album. It yeah, was. Yeah. Now, when that came out as a single, I was feeling it. You know, mm-hmm. I like the whole little like laptop thing yeah that was funny to me but um the whole title thing just turned me off and i just i hadn't gotten spotify yet and i just wasn't i didn't care mm-hmm. so i wasn't seeking for it when i did listen to it i was like it's all right mm-hmm. yeah. it's all right you know what i'm saying and uh yeah what else happened in 2016 besides life of pablo uh yeezy season three and the tour which he ended early yeah and then was, was hospitalized yeah so yeah. yeah 2016 i was i wasn't riding the wave yeah, mm-hmm. and and is probably and that even though I love that album is probably some of the worst Kanye rapping, uh, just lyrically oh, that he's, sure. he's ever done. So he had alienated himself from a lot of the people that had, had contributed to his writing up until that point, and it 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 really suffers. Like, and it's a shame because a lot of production on the album is really good, mm-hmm. but the hit, the bars don't live up to it. Like the best songs aren't hip hop, like aren't really Kanye songs. That's They're true. like the yeah. features where, mm-hmm. and it's not even doesn't even feel like a Kanye song. And mm-hmm. I wasn't even trying to like I wasn't even I didn't even know about the release stuff. But one of our you know friends, Keisha, was in the background of Ultralight Beam. Yeah. And then so she was like, oh, how about this Kanye song? I was like, oh, does he have a new song? Like I literally was like, oh, does he have new? Does he have new mu- new yeah. music? Yeah. You know. And then I was like, oh, I want to hear it if you're on it. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, let me see what this album talking about. Mm-hmm. But I was like. I'm not gonna play this song if anyone else is around. And I guess this does mark the beginning of like the Kanye, like the Kanye Jesus, like resurgence, like getting back into his like spiritual spirituality. Oh, yeah. Back. yeah, like randomly Kirk Franklin's on that song, which like makes me mad because I'm like, yeah, I I can't. With did Kirk that Franklin. album go platinum? Uh, I'm I ass- don't know. I'm assuming it did. I don't know. It's a copper. Yeah, do albums even go platinum anymore? They still do. Well, it's hard because it it's had multiple streaming. titles. Yeah. yeah. So. What are you giving uh, what are, scores? What are you doing scores? Scores. Uh, 2016, Life of Pablo. Hospitalized uh, at the end of the tour, season three, Life of Pablo. I, mean, I feel bad I got hospitalized. I believe he probably was 
suffering from exhaustion. Yeah, maybe some, some mental things. health stuff. Exactly. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna give him. Um, I'm gonna give him a zero. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. Uh, I'll give him a five, just because uh, I really like that album a lot. Um, in spite of the bad raps, uh, we'll give him a five. I'm actually gonna go with a negative five for 2016 because mm. of how much I loved him to like not even one knowing he put music out, only listening to because my friend was on a song, and feeling bad about it because not only did he cancel like, but he was saying wild shit on yeah. the like the parts of the tour that he did do yeah. like yeah. him just going off wild. and yeah, i was that like was not cool. yeah and his snl performance was wow yeah that was trash. yeah he he just was like yeah i'm gonna give it negative that that was not um i'm gonna go with negative two negative two. uh i wasn't a big fan of the album um and yeah same same stuff uh 2017 i have i have one note which is mega yay <laughs> <laughs> so this was the year. Oh, twenty seventeen. Yeah, What's yeah. Today? When he started really wilding, wilding, uh, and saying that the that was. I think twenty seventeen was the first time he wore the hat mm-hmm. and met did the Trump. TMZ. He interview, met with Trump about Chicago. Met with Trump about Chicago. Um, that whole Trump Kanye relationship started in twenty seventeen. The dragon energy formed. <laughs> I don't think he released any music in twenty seventeen. No, no, not in twenty seventeen. Just, just that. I mean, he he released more shoes and stuff like that, but yeah, some different all the yeah, different shoes and like, stuff. Look, I feel like as people said, slavery or is a as black people, we don't have to identify with anything just because we're black people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Trump sucks balls. You know, he's a terrible <laughs> person. Um, when I first when that first started, I honestly thought it was just like a publicity stunt. Mm-hmm, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. For him to get back in the news, the blonde hair. Yep. You know the, the looking like a meteor man uh, uh-huh. villain out here. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Uh, I wasn't very appreciative, but I was like, honestly, I didn't take it seriously. Mm-hmm. I wasn't taking Kanye seriously, and mm-hmm. I sure as hell don't take Trump seriously. So I felt like it was a publicity stunt that tried to work both ways. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't necessarily that angry about that, right? Was the whole slaves comment that also in 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was 2017. That was 2017. It might have been 2018. Been 2018. But let's just say it's in 2017. All right. Well, that was stupid. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was stupid. But I mean, I I feel like as part of Kanye, it's like you gotta. It, it comes if you want to accept his music, you gotta accept that part of him. Yeah. He not only that he does think of it differently, but he wants to think differently, or he thinks that he is mm-hmm. somehow on a higher level than everyone else. So I, it's like by that time, I didn't take him seriously, so I wasn't necessarily that offended. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I have to. Yeah. I have to agree with you. I think uh, we've always loved Kanye because he's willing to say whatever he's thinking or feeling and not really care about the recourse or how people feel about it and when he's saying stuff that we vibe with it's like oh okay yeah that's my guy but as soon as he says something that he hasn't thought all the way through that we don't agree with it's like we want to crucify him and not to say like like what he said wasn't wrong or wasn't dangerous or wasn't anything like that because it for sure was but it's like I don't know man 
Like it's and because like we want to we want to crucify him for wearing the MAGA hat, but like this is the same guy who wore the Confederate flag on a bomber jacket because he was like, I'm taking it back. So like this isn't the first time he's done something like this. Exactly. So, I mean, the worst part about all of it, I think, is like. And it's starting to change now. We'll get into that. But I felt like at the time when he was wilding out, people were calling him out on it instead of like stopping to think about what he was saying and like really have a that's not his style. So he was just doubling down on things and like, oh, and he was tripping with like the screenshots of conversations. Oh, man. Yeah, Yeah, that was that was now that I probably dislike that more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, was, is that when he was texting John Legend? And yeah, he was like, well, since you got screenshot and my album's coming out right. next week. Here's, here's what I think about it. Like, because you have to take it in context. In 2017, he is 16 years into this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, 16 years. Because right. he basically, like, from jump, from, like, from 2001, since we started this timeline, like, he has been in the limelight. Like, he's been in the spotlight. And I think mm-hmm. there's, like, two things. Like, there's a lot of things that happen. Like, one... You can't listen to something like College Dropout and not realize that he's got an awareness of what's happening social, culturally, racially, sure. ethnic, like whatever in our in our like country. And if you look at some of the like civil rights leaders of our time, not saying he's a civil rights leader, but if you look at some <laughs> people who have been openly like um, been open about their consciousness of what's happening in race in America is over time they get to a point where it has to like it literally splits like they either become like um, basically Jesse Jackson. Right, and you're just trying to start assimilating back into power because it's too painful to think about like how split the thing is. Mm-hmm. Or you have people like Stokely Carmichael or these other leaders who ended up literally just moving back to Africa. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you are willing to stay awake long enough mm-hmm. and to share those ideas long enough, you're gonna end up at some kind of extreme if the shit you're doing. You're, if you if you don't see change, you're 16 years and you haven't yeah. seen change. And I feel like. Um, the more outrageous part of me feels mm-hmm. like in 2005, he said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And he said, you know, Beyonce got robbed. And he's saying all these things and nothing happens. So then he was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to work this shit from the inside. You, yeah. you look at that. Look, you watch that interview with Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Here's one thing I will say. Donald Trump don't give... No right. fucks about Obama. He don't care about uh, Nancy Pelosi. He don't care about nobody. He looked kind of scared. Yeah. Like, he was nervous. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, part of me that thinks Kanye has a plan is, like, I feel like Kanye is like, I'm going to get as wild as they have been. I'm going to get so wild. And I'm going to create, like, fear around me mm-hmm. and anxiety around me. So then, like, I get that power back. Like, I'm taking that control back, yeah. which, you know. It's kind of like, I'm going to get so big and successful that they I'll, I'll be unstoppable. I'll be an irresistible force. Yeah. Like, I'll be able to enact whatever change I want because they can't deny me. Exactly. I, like, and I get that. Like, and I understand. And, and he's never not said that. Like, and nothing that he's ever said has ever been, like, like I get what he because he was every, at every step of his process it's kind of been that 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 way like mm-hmm. I'm gonna if I'm gonna rap I'm not just gonna be a rapper that you only mess with me because I produce well like I'm gonna be the biggest rapper you've ever seen like I'm not just gonna make a pair of shoes at Nike and just be one of their featured designers I'm gonna be I'm gonna change fashion like yeah. I'm gonna like so and that's always been I mean it's obviously ego driven but it's always been about enacting change that he thinks is the right change to happen and when he talks about like so when he talks about like 
Um, the reason why I think people get mad about specifically his comments about racism and about slavery and things like that is because Kanye, you can pull up an interview from 10 years ago and see that for him, it's always been, um, his fight for equality has always been bigger than race. It's always been bigger than that. He focuses more on class. He focuses more on the things that we put in front of ourselves that aren't so easy to see like race that divide us. And he's always thought more about like bigger things. And you, you can't enact change on class if you're constantly drawing racial lines. Like that's his, that's his mentality. Yeah. So when he says things like, you know, he's like, I'm not worried about racism. Like I'm worried about classism where he says like, so like being, you know, a, a sub people being subjugated for 400 years somewhere seems like a choice to me. Like that's somebody not saying like, I don't think I don't take that as him saying like, yo, black people are stupid for allowing themselves to be enslaved. That's how people take it. And when you just say things in sound bites, like you're 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 playing a dangerous game of allowing people to take it. But I think what he's saying is like if if we have like we have he he's seen in his own life, he you have the power and the freedom to enact whatever change you want to go from being, you know, losing everything, your mom and, you know, your father and stuff like that and becoming this this big ultra mega rap star who can do whatever he wants. Now, if we have the power to do that, we shouldn't allow anybody to subjugate us. Like we, you know what I mean? I think he, what he's trying to do is noble, but I think he's only known one way to do that. And yeah, then, it's like, everybody's not extremely talented. Like yeah. You everybody's like not you. Like he's a very anecdotal and like, <sighs> and there's a lot of, he's very narrow minded in the sense that like, he thinks he's going to be the person to save the world. And I mean, it, you can't do that at the expense of the community you belong to. What he's talking about, like, and I'm not, I don't agree with it. And as soon as he put that hat on, I was like, mm-hmm. but. Um, <laughs> right. Like you have, and, and that, but, but, that's, he, but that's all, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah. but just as you're saying that the hat, like, that's just, that's Kanye being Kanye. Like, of course, like to me, the hat is not even deep to me. It's like, he saw the hat. He thought it was kind of fly. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think the hats are fly. I've always thought those hats are fly. But it doesn't. Like, but that's what I'm saying is it doesn't matter. Like, I, I think, you know, uh, Gucci shit is fly. But Gucci right. wants to be out here having blackface turtlenecks and I'm not going to rock it. Right, like, of course. You know, like, the the whatever is fly, but, like, I'm not going to support it. Right. You know what I mean? And I think, like, what Kanye, he sounds like, to me, like, white people I grew up with who are like, what do you mean white privilege? I saw Pursuit of Happiness and anybody can... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you sound that dumb. Like, right. you know what I mean? That like, like you can... Like, Will Smith did it. He slept in a um, bus stop with his kid and right. he then he was... I was like, first of all, like, no. You know what I mean? Like, you... He sounds to me like white people who take Barack Obama and Oprah and mm-hmm. make it sound like racism doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. And you just can't do that. And you can't in this day separate like you can't look at something like a MAGA hat and objectively take it for its aesthetic right because it's not it's aesthetic it it's, it's so much without, yeah. behind the aesthetic I'll take my MAGA hat off now so. <laughs> yeah. thanks, thanks Brandon I appreciate it we were all really uncomfortable I'm glad we now have a, a vehicle to speak about it now yeah so if, if it turns out he doesn't have a plan I'm like I'm not even trying to be one of those people that's like, oh, I'm only going to support you if I agree with what you're saying. But low-key, like, that is the game of music. So, like, yeah, I do only support you if I believe what you're saying. That's why I don't, um, you know, buy yeah. shit from racist people. Yeah. So, 2017. 2017. 2017. Maga Yay. Let's rank it. It's a negative 10 for me. It's going to be... Uh, a hopeful negative 10. Yeah. A it, negative 10, but if it turns around, I'm going to come back and change my score. It, so for me, it's a negative 10. We got no music. We got no real innovations in his fashion. He just wild out for that whole year, and 
I got to give it a negative 10 for sure. Man, I don't know how to feel about this. <laughs> I mean, I felt like that was whack. And I felt like maybe it was more of a publicity stunt, but which is also whack. So I'm going to give it a negative 7. Negative 7. Negative seven. I'm also gonna go negative ten. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I see what he's trying to do, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's working in the way that he wants it to. Not yeah, not at all. Uh, Twenty eighteen, we have uh, Ye versus the People mm-hmm. with <laughs> Ti. Uh, the song "Lift Yourself." <laughs> Uh, we have a bunch of music. Uh, he produced Daytona, uh, Kids See Ghosts, uh, Nas's album, Tiana Taylor's album, and also uh, the album just titled Yay. Uh, also, uh, the song I Love It with Lil Pump. Yeah, I think we can call 2018 like Troll Yay. Because I think this was Kanye like... I think he was whatever meds he was on in 2017 that was calling him, causing him to wild out. I feel like he got off of those, and so you see a little bit of the return of the the self awareness. Uh, but I think it took him in a bad direction because <laughs> he's now now he's aware of what people think about him, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "Look, I'm still yay. Like I'm still Kanye. Like you're gonna listen to the music I put out and you're gonna like it, no matter what. Even if you, d- I'm gonna wear this MAGA hat. Even if I'm saying whoopity scoop. <laughs> yeah. Even if I'm saying whoop diddy scoop diddy whoop over a four minute track. Whoopity scoop. You're gonna listen to it. You're gonna slap that track was hard though. It is. That's the crazy thing. It's been stuck in my head since I heard it. Like you're gonna slap this music whether you like it or not, whether I'm with Trump or whether I'm not with Trump, and and you're gonna like it. And I and. And we did. Because, <laughs> I mean, we, we had to. I mean, he's still yay. And I think that's, I mean, he's he's pure ego at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? Yay yeah, versus people I could care less about because I don't care about politics, especially uh-huh. not from rappers. Um, right. Let me hear what T.I. has to think of this, this upcoming election. I'm about to say as many long words as I possibly can. Um, T.I. has been the voice of the people. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, man, that, uh, man, I remember being back, I went back to Atlanta for a wedding and that poop, bro, we was the lift yourself. Lift yourself. We was jamming that all, that whole weekend. That, that was so hard so good I didn't even care about the movie so when I first heard it I was like this is amazing right. yeah. I was like I love you kind of like he won me back yeah. he literally won me back with yeah. yourself. I was like this is the greatest move ever mm-hmm. you just trolled us I remember being yep. in my bathroom like I was listening in my bathroom I was like bruh yeah what yeah <laughs> what yeah and I was I was happy and uh Daytona that Nas album yeah Kissy Ghost, oh man, like yeah, been waiting Ghost for Cuddy for a hot minute yeah. to do something, and Yay, I was a little disappointed by Yay, mm-hmm. but some um, slappers on there though. It's there are slappers, on there. and I listened to Yay on the way here. Yikes was always my my song. I mean, I liked Yikes; that was uh-huh. my favorite song. But the rest of the album is still it, there was some, but Kissy Ghost, man, ah. Uh, yeah, there's good music on that project, for sure. But we went from saying, like, college dropout later, like, this is the album that changed my life. This is what Show Me Was Possible to be like, no, it's a few, um, it's a few on there. Yeah, it's a few we could get, you know? Like, it should tell you something. And I think Kanye, like, 
Oh, man. It, it's hard. If I just going to go musically, like, he had a pretty good year. But you have to hold it into account of everything else that Kanye is, is doing. And I think Lift Yourself, to me, it was low-key fire. But it was, like, a big F you to, like... It did, it did feel like when, like, you want to go to McDonald's and your mom's like, we got food at the house. Here, damn. You know what I mean? And you're like, okay, it's looking good. But, like, it was disrespectful the way you... <laughs> right. You gave it to me? It's like, not what I wanted, but... Yeah, I mean, he was like, oh, this is cool. y'all want some music here? Shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you <laughs> always asking for something. Like, it didn't feel... These bars? <laughs> these bars right here? Yeah. What you don't understand is these bars... He just, yeah, he was yeah. like, you know what? Let me just remind y'all real quick I'm Kanye and get back to doing whatever I want to do. And that's yeah. what makes me sad. I think you're right. It's 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 all ego. And Kanye West is always going to be able to get good music out. But yeah. it was more than that. And, and it makes me sad that right now all we have is good music. Mm-hmm. Because he, he, she showed us you could have more. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, we don't have that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh yeah, I I loved Lift Yourself, and I love like, like musically it's amazing, and then I also love that he's like hyping it up once he gets to the verse, and then it's just nothing. That's that's so funny. That's hilarious. Um, it really is. I I and yeah, musically he cranked out a ton of music. Yeah, um, he produced a lot of a lot of. It's crazy, and it's all it's all really good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's him with well with Lift Yourself. It's like hey, I don't even have to say anything and you guys are gonna right. love it and then also with everything else he's like yeah no i'm like i'm still <laughs> right you're still gonna listen to this i'm still amazing mm-hmm. and this was right after like it was like two weeks after the choosing to be slaves yeah, yeah this was yeah. very very yeah. quickly yeah. after that yeah, yeah. um so Which, it, was, it was bold it was very bold. yeah considering the time you could i and i almost took it at the time as like a, oh this is just the publicity thing because you have a ton of music coming out because it was like uh a month apart each of those releases mm-hmm. uh, but I mean as we know now he hasn't like really reversed his position mm-hmm. and this is 2018 or 2017 as of now it's 2018 2018 and this is, he did this, the Charlemagne interview and that as well mm-hmm. that happened that year oh damn yeah <laughs> <laughs> where he walked around the hills of Calabasas for an hour <laughs> talked about the community he's gonna build out there and he's got big big dreams man uh, all right, let's let's rank it. Twenty eighteen. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna give him a five. I think I would have. <laughs> <laughs> the looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think. For what? Eyes. <laughs> I think um, he still because it was refreshing from 2017 only in the sense that like he put out music and he still showed that he still got that ability because a lot of people were questioning that like oh Kanye's just wilding out on Twitter and the politics because he can't make a hit anymore and I'm like Kanye can make a hit in his sleep and he showed us that he could he put out a song with no raps in it <laughs> and then we were slapping it like this song is hard it's like it's no raps in it uh, yeah I, I so I think that alone gives him a little bit of positive points uh, in my opinion um, yeah I'm gonna give him a five uh, surprisingly, I'm gonna give him a couple positive points for um, for trolling everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Kissy Ghost, man, from front to back, I wore that album out. Yeah, it's really good. So, like it's better than people think it is. That's a cool two points for me. And then the fact is like everybody was hating and like 
But the hype for Yay and everybody going out to North Dakota and like mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. listening party for that, that was super hype. The album not so much. <laughs> the neon clothes. Yeah, the neon, the the, uh, <laughs> the spray shirt, like the Florida. Yeah. The like spring break t shirt uh-huh. uh, shirts. Um, for what else was on there? Was what else happened? Oh, Daytona. Man. Daytona. Yeah, that album is great. The fact that he produced Daytona, I'm gonna give him another two points. So six. I'm gonna give him a six. Six. Yeah. All right. That Pusha T album is really good. Um, I was gonna go negative five, but I think I'm gonna move it to zero. Okay. Um, because I like that he trolled everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it did make me happy. Yeah, because regardless, it's you know I like I like people standing up for themselves. So okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, most of what he said was trash, and um, he went from saying he went from showing us like you know an integrated life of like music and consciousness and persona to just like hey be happy because I'm still musically talented and like <laughs> that's not gonna get points for me. Okay, I forgot about the Lil Pump song. Oh, the Lil Pump song. And the SNL performance. You didn't like the big suits? Hell no. Take a point away. I mean, it got stuck in my head, but I was mad whenever it it got stuck in my head. So, yeah, give me a five. Uh, I'm going to go with a five as well. Uh, Musically, he put out a ton of stuff. And, yeah, and honestly, for Lift Yourself Alone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, now we're into... 2019. 2019. Uh, all right, we're rounding third. Okay, we got a few things. Mixed personalities, Drake beef, Kardashian beef, uh, it, uh, a lot of beef, <laughs> yeah. um, and Sunday services. Okay, so let's start with the beef. So we had the Drake beef that has been, I mean, it's been stewing for a while, but so they're, they were mad at each other over Kim Kardashian because I think Kanye felt like In My Feelings was about Kim. The Kiki, yeah. you love me. And that kind of brought it to a head, and they've been beefing. He thinks everything is about his wife. Yeah. He thinks everything is about him. Or him. Yeah, everything's about him or his wife. Yeah. I mean, but he's he's a narcissist. I mean, that's kind of yeah. how I, they were. I never understood that. I feel like the, the beef goes a little bit further back than that, too. Yeah, for sure. With the whole living in Calabasas and mm-hmm. on the same neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And apparently he didn't invite him to some party. Mm-hmm. And they were supposed to do an album together, which I wish would have mm-hmm. happened. Oh, man. That was supposed to happen and never did. But um, Kanye better stop tripping because I don't feel like he don't want that Drake smoke, man. Like <laughs> Drake been in the, he's been boxing. He's seen him yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he been uploading these videos of him boxing. Yeah. He like uh, upgraded his security at his house. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what's going on. Who wins in that fight? He also, he also has a basement full of writers. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Like, and Drake has like goons. Like Kanye doesn't have goons. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like Drake right. has. Yeah. I don't know, man. Chris Jenner, man. She might, she <laughs> might have some shooters. Yo, look. I feel like look. she might have some shooters, man. And she might be one of them. <laughs> right. That's what. It's crazy. She is out here. <laughs> Nobody's messing with the That's money. the hottest commodity right now. Right. Crazy. Um, so, yeah. And then and then what else was there? Uh, Sunday services. And Sunday services. All right. So, we have now. So, of all of this that we have. So, we had a pretty tumultuous eight, uh, 20, 2018 with Kanye. Um, now, he kind of he's kind of been under the radar for a little while. Uh, the hair is now, like, rainbowish, like, pink colored. Um, and he's been surfacing doing these, like, Sunday 
services, gatherings, brunches at his house. The first time I saw, I know he's been doing them for a little while, but the first one I saw was the one that went viral. I saw Neil Brennan posted about it, and he was like, uh, he described it as like Kanye does like an hour of music, like old gospel stuff mixed with like Gap Band type stuff mixed with his own songs, and then they he pays for brunch for everybody <laughs> and it's invite only and they wear white <laughs> sounds amazing it does and that clip went viral i mean people are still watching it like i i remember i remember saving it on my instagram because like just when the beat drops it's just so like you it's so infectious like i had to keep watching it i watched it for like two weeks yeah crazy and then there's uh, new videos surfaced mm-hmm. new video surfacing the, the video on the plane that yeah he's know. still doing them he's flying people yeah. to different parts of the world to do it like that's crazy like they just did one at like <laughs> I think it was the Adidas headquarters in Oregon and he like flew the whole choir and the whole band in his he they have like a private 747 that they rent which is crazy uh, and they flew up to Oregon and did it's it. It's not crazy. Everybody in that damn family a billionaire. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Kylie's a billionaire off lipstick. I'm like, self-made. <laughs> self-made. Right. Oh my yeah, god. I'm self-made. A <laughs> hundred air. But it's crazy. Like to think about. Like, man, Pusha T just signed this new Adidas deal. Mm-hmm. Like two chains. They uh, Kanye really changed the way for, for a lot of rappers to make real money out here. He really did pave the way. And uh, that's true. Rap, of, rap entrepreneurship is at an all time high in this generation right now. And I think Kanye has a lot to do with that for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. We, I think in general, we owe a lot to Kanye. Mm-hmm. Like, even go through this timeline, I'm like, we owe a lot to Kanye. And I think even with the beef stuff that's happening, with the. What bums me out is like, I feel like right now what he's thinking about is like his world. <laughs> right um where i feel like when kanye first came out he was thinking about the actual world um and so his beef was with like people who take advantage of people his beef was with you know all these things and now it's just like oh i don't like you said this about like he's so insulated in like in one world that he's just inaccessible um but also like i'd give anything for a Sunday service invite. Uh, right. right. <laughs> and I'll I, be there yeah. singing and happy smiling. And I hope he like I hope he I hope he's able to circle back. And I don't mean like oh Kanye like I want another college dropout. I mean circle back in terms of like the self-awareness to see like mm. he's in an like he exists in a bubble. But all the things that he talked about before like those are so real and if he can feel to find a way to like bridge that gap he I mean there's no limits on on what he can do. I just hope he 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 goes. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not going to take much, especially because the music continues to be good. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to take much. It just it takes some some intentional self reflection time that he has to be willing to put himself through. And if he's willing to do that, I mean, the people will openly embrace him. People are embracing him back now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys give 2019? Sunday brunch, yay! What do you guys give 2019? Yeah, up to this point. Up to this point, he, you know. I'm gonna give it five just for the Sunday brunches. I think yeah, it's really sweet. Brunch and, alone. and black people love a white party. <laughs> Man, you can drink champagne during the daytime. Mm-hmm. Like what? Uh you know, I'm feeling the Dennis Rodman cut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Dennis Rodman and the beige. Um, Sunday service has been dope. I don't know what's up with this feud. But uh, he's still putting out them ugly ass shoes. So oh, I'm 
it. No, you're right. I'm a, they got <laughs> ugly. Oh, talk man. about starting to wave this whole Balenciaga and I Chanel. I hate it. All the shoes are ugly now, and it's Kanye's fault. Okay? <laughs> That's how powerful this man is. Yeah. He has convinced mm-hmm. not only Americans, but people of the world mm-hmm. that these ugly ass shoes are somehow in any way fashionable. Apparently, they're comfortable. Apparently they're really comfortable, but they ugly. They and look they've gotten comfortable. Uglier. That's right. exactly That's what they the look. Problem. That's a, yeah. <laughs> the problem is your shoes look mad yeah, comfortable. Yeah, you, 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 go, you look like my dad when he's mowing the lawn in the Yeah, take my points away. I forgot about those damn shoes. You want zero? I want zero. So I'm gonna give him. A, I'm gonna give him a two, just for the oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> the one video. Thanks, uh, I think I'm gonna give him a. I, I, if five, what is five? Five is like somewhat lit. I'm gonna go five. Yeah, based on the Sunday services. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give them. And I, I love too that that's not public. Yeah, which makes everyone <sighs> want it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he he seems to have stopped endorsing the MAGA hat at least explicitly. Yes. So that's that's a positive. I'm gonna give him a five too. Um, if he was still rocking the MAGA hat and doubling down on his, on like the Trump stuff, I'll probably give him less than that. But he seems to kind of be cooling it on that. Uh, you guys uh, not a big fan of that stuff? <laughs> I, I, I'll dial that back. Right. Yeah, I'll give him a five. I give him a five. I gave Bagga hat yay or somehow Bagga <laughs> six, and I gave this a two. I don't know, but I forgot about them ugly ass shoes. Those, those I hate. I hate them. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, you want to tally these scores up? It's it's already tallied. Is it, Is it tallied? Yeah, I All got right. a spreadsheet. There. Oh. See, we don't we don't know about stuff like that. <laughs> Michelle Williams I didn't even did. know. Or was it Kelly? I mean, Kelly uh, Kelly Rowland had never used Microsoft uh, Excel. Excel. I've she never used Excel. I mean, I don't. I mean, I used it, but I, I insert a table on my Microsoft Word. If I was rich enough to not have to use it, sure. <laughs> all right, uh, where are we at? All right, so uh, one ninety is most lit. Mm-hmm. Ninety five was the threshold, right? Is is if it's ninety five or above, he's invited back. Okay. Uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go? Uh, how do you want me to read these out? Um, Each individual score. Yeah, yeah. Go person score. by person. Yeah. 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 Do you want to go lowest to highest, highest to lowest? Yeah, lowest to highest. Okay, lowest to highest. All right. So I'm the lowest. Surprise! One hundred five. One hundred five. Yeah. Oh, that's the lowest. Yeah, that's okay. the lowest. Oh, uh, with, snap. with ninety-five. So yeah. he just made it. He, he just ten, made he's got it. A, he's got a ten-point buffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He better okay. bring something other than chips. Right. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna bring the plates. Like, nah, oh, man. <laughs> uh, next is Brittany with uh, one fourteen. Okay. 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 That's fair. It's lit. So he just uh, he just made it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Leonard. Very close, 115. Ooh. Oh, we out here, Leonard. Okay, the okay. 1986. Hassan, 200. <laughs> <laughs> and it was only out of 195. Hassan, 132. Wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, they, you know, I think that's reasonable. I want all those. Nice to know that he, he can still come around. Yeah, he yeah. can. Which Mathematically, I think he proved, proved with the it. brunches. Yeah, for sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that looked lit. If the food is good, I'm there for yeah. sure. Yeah. And, you know, maybe I'll get some more Instagram followers. Yeah. <laughs> I think what it speaks Tag volumes... Tag me, Kanye. Right. <laughs> I think what it speaks volume to is what we've discovered on the timeline. Like, yeah, he's been wilding for the last two years, but out of a 19-year yeah. career where he's, like, changed music forever, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can never take that away from him. Like, he, he did it. He did it. You can't. He's a, a baller. He made late registration, man. 
He did. Late register. I'm not voting for him in 2020, <laughs> but he can come to the cookout. It depends on who he's up against. If if Kanye was like, hey, no, so let's mad. do it. If Kanye was somehow the Democratic candidate in 2020 against Donald Trump, who would you vote for? He's. I, I don't think he would run against Donald Trump. He would have to. He's, he's not going to run. As, he's not going to run as a conservative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's, his, yeah. who's his VP? Your parents, yeah, Brandon, yeah. your parents aren't voting for Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, Kanye and uh, Rihanna. It's the two, the two are <laughs> right. The glow in the, the dark candidacy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, you'd vote for Kanye over Trump, right? You'd look me. Yeah. Oh, that's that's an impossible scenario, <laughs> especially on the spot. <laughs> but so we, we just did the math. Well, we just yeah, did the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Trump, yeah. over, over, yeah. over yeah. Trump. That's I would, tough. Yeah, yeah. I would we take know just we've anybody. survived the last mm-hmm. three years. So far, I'm yeah. like, man. But would we with Kanye as president? Yeah, Please. see, the math is right there. <laughs> the math is evident. It's there in the numbers. Hey, if we did this with Trump, I guarantee you no one would have over 95. Because <laughs> well, he's been, 1972, negative 10. Yeah. Been, he was born. <laughs> right. No, no, it's a zero for me. U- USFL, negative like, And of a 19-year career, for, for him to only be really wilding like this for two years is like, I mean, that's kind of... No, he's right. been wilding for more. Been I mean, yeah. but like to where we actually stopped listening to music, like that's, I mean, for two years, I have a 19-year career career i mean that's that's something to be said you know yeah no one else has really done it. i mean jay-z's done it but jay-z's a different breed and he's older too mm-hmm. he's been Man. in the game longer those so. shoes though <laughs> trash so it's official kanye based on our our math and our algorithm he's invited to the cookout if only slightly we'll see how the rest of uh, 2019 goes yeah, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you in January. We'll have to come back yeah. to you after uh, after this year and see what happens. Thank you, guys. Thank oh, wait, you. Wait, wait, Thank wait, you. wait. Let me average this. Let me average this. <laughs> so just so we know. Um, uh, uh-huh. Brandon, you're Caucasian and showing. You went to a good school. <laughs> right. I'm like, average? <laughs> it's more than two numbers. <laughs> his, his average score is 116.5. Okay. Which puts him in a 21.5... Uh, Cushion? Cushion, yeah, with the invite. So that's all he can lose this year is 22. Right, right, right. So he He can't be all right. He might be all right. He might survive 2019. We'll see. We'll see about his plan. Yeah, so. um, (laughs) Oh, yeah, Brittany, take us through what you think his plan might be. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's just that. I think he's building a case. Um,. I don't have the specifics of it, but I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think he. I think he's. I think he's working it from the inside. Mm-hmm. You know when you uh, you're watching a movie and you think someone's a good character and then they turn bad, but then they have a moment where they sort of look and then wink at the camera. I feel like that was his Oval Office interview. Like he winked at us. So how many years until this um, plan? Unfolds? Yeah, if it if it doesn't unfold <laughs> by 2020, I'm gonna just stop saying it and and delete this episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this has been a bonus, boo, 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 bonus, bonus episode of the weekly regular. Thank you, Brittany Beans. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, where where can people find you guys online? Uh, you can find me online at Sedoso J S E D O S O J. What does that mean? That is Silky J in Spanish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, um, I believe my Twitter handle is S J N L A S J I N. LA. Why do I always gotta go after Leonard? I'm at Britt Barron. It's a little bit of my first name and then my last name. 
Oh man, Brandon, what about you? Uh, at Bisha, Bisha, Bisha. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's B S H A W three times. Yeah, B. We do this every episode. You can find me at Asan the DJ A H S O H N the DJ on Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else. Man, I'm glad you just spelled your name out loud. I've been spelling it wrong for about how many years have I known you? Well, black people when they say my name always put the H on the front. Ashan? No, they call me Hassan. White people call me Ashan. But it's Hassan. What, what color people get your name right? <laughs> uh, uh, Arabic people. Because okay. it's Arabic names. So they're yeah. like, oh, you, you know what your name is? Uh, nah, I'm not going to go into that voice. You can find more episodes of the podcast on uh, wherever you find podcasts and follow us on Instagram at Weekly Regular. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See you next week. <laughs>